Welcome to the 70th episode of the Nerd of Godcast. This is your episode overture. We've reached the end of our three-season journey, and as we wrap up our season finale, we discuss how some of our favorite stories deal with the dangling plot lines that we call cliffhangers. We'll also play a cat game with Neff, recap our week at Megacon, and enjoy an all-too-rare visit from Nerd of Godcast founding member, the lovely Tori Jones. How will Season 3 end? Will we be renewed for a Season 4? All will be answered, so stay glued to your podcast platform. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture show up at the same Comic-Con, cosplaying as one another, and hilarity ensues. My name is Tony T, and for the next little bit, we're going to be talking about all the things that cause us to geek out and give glory to God, the faith that inspires us and the fandom that informs us. But I'm not going to be doing it all alone, because with me, as always, is the Riker to my Jean-Luc Picard, Steve-O Supremo. I always make it so. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you do. Uh, over across the table, often imitated, but never successfully duplicated, is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I was unsuccessfully duplicated one time. <laughs> like that Michael Keaton movie. Yeah. yeah, That was when he sat on the copy machine at the office Christmas party. <laughs> Very unsuccessfully duplicated. Uh, Hi, Steve. <laughs> yeah, all right, and sitting catawampus from one another, here comes trouble. Let's make it double. It's the twins, Jackie and Jess. Hi. Hi. Hello. No, I- get out of our finger sparkle. <laughs> finger sparkle. Sorry, guys. You guys don't see us. <laughs> All right. So for those of you guys that are listening to this audio podcast, every time I acknowledge the existence of Jackie and Jess, they finger sparkle one another. They reach out and then, uh, I mean, is our it, fingers at each other. Is, is it kind of like fingers. a perpendicular jazz hand? I'm not sure what's going on there. They're playing Stupid a match. Scarlet Witch yes. power. Just got finger sparkle. Bro. Imaginary Ouch. dueling pianos. I'm not sure what's happening. But <laughs> It, if there's a ghost in the middle of them, he is giggling because they're tickling him. Uh, <laughs> That's the best. Only the Holy Ghost. Speaking of ticklish ghosts, it's the man with a plan and a paintbrush in his hand. It's official Ness, EJ Nieves. It's your B-O-Y. Oh, Whoa, he uh, it today. I, I, I tricked y'all this time. Huh? Tonight's I episode. Oh, oh, yeah, Stephen was waiting for it. No, he was waiting to do it to. with me. My butt. Tonight's my episode bi? brought to you by the letters B, O, and Y. <laughs> Thank you. And EJ. He's our, <laughs> he's our yob. It's EJ D. Evans. It's like a human speaking spell. I never learned to spell. <laughs> Too much fun. And, uh, and here we are. We have a very special treat for you guys tonight out there in Nog Squad land. Who Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for years. Keeping it short and sweet, it's your friend and mine, the lovely Tori Jones. Hello. The tomato is back. I'm so glad you didn't say Nick Sadler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been a swerve. Tori. From season one, yeah. you're here. I am here. In real life. In, in the building. Life. In, uh, yeah, not 
IRL. <laughs> this is um this is definitely a different experience. Uh, you've never yeah. sat around. This is like the coming together of two generations. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's cool. like Star Trek generations. I walked in and I was like, oh, there are tables now, and I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> we, we had used a table to be, before. Didn't yeah, you? what was it before? It was a small table. little one, setup one in in an attic somewhere. It was like up <laughs> up in the top of an a, unfinished room. It was a rat attic with rats and cockroaches. It was very shady when we started this thing out. Right. We used to call our recording studio the Rat Cave. The Rat oh, Cave. Because there would be times where we would be recording and we would hear a shimmering <laughs> like a <laughs> above our heads. Yeah, it was on the rafters. That's fun. And we yeah. would see a cockroach or two. Okay. I was trying to remember the sound that the Manchester made because I wanted to insert it. There. <laughs> you made it. So I, I don't know, but I was. forgot it. All right. Well, welcome back to the Sunshine State, yeah. Victoria, all the way from yeah, yeah. the frozen wastelands of New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and over in the booth, pushing all the buttons, making it sound good. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> it's <laughs> Nicholas. Oh. Yes. Wakanda forever, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite middle name of his so, so good. That's my feel favorite. It, feel it. What's up? Feel the vibrations. <laughs> he's, all, he's all about controls and vibrations. What's up, Nick? Uh, just more school. I thought you were done with school right now. A broken man. No, no, summer no. semester. Oh, he's well, doing, there it is. He's doing school and catching Pokemon. That's his life there right it is, now. Man. Just for the does. record, I passed that class, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Go, Nick. Snaps for Nick. Good. Ow! Ah! Ah, I have a blister on my, my middle finger. Why? <laughs> I was assaulted by a Pop-Tart earlier. <laughs> Super assaulted. I went man. to pull a chocolate chip Pop-Tart out of the toaster oven, uh, forgetting that fresh out the toaster oven, Pop Tarts are filled with magma. Yes, and uh, magma. And boy, My favorite Pop Tart is Frosted Cherry. For anybody that wanted to know that, leave. Oh, I thought you were about to give me high five. It's like that. It's like the Yo, line has been drawn. Is the best. It's all like about the wild berry. <laughs> or just no Pop-Tarts. Okay, you can yeah, leave. you're wrong. You can Wait, you can leave. The only, I stay right here. The only acceptable... Conclu- Why are you Why throwing you throw things? things? Uh, what did I ever do to you to deserve things to be thrown? I, you hey, asked Steven. for me to be assaulted earlier. Calm yourself, Romper Room, all right? We don't throw things. No, you don't get it back. You threw it at me. It's mine now. I like the Pop-Tart sticks that are like... They're like the Kit Kats of the... Of the pop tart world. Right, Jackie, throw that at Neff now. Let's no, we're not throwing <laughs> things. Why Baby not? Junior Huey, stop! We don't do that. <clears throat> oh, the only except I was gonna make a statement, but I can't because we got monkeys flinging their poo tonight. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, we're we're I'm currently pinning on the back of my uh, order of the show my resignation letter. Great job. We're gonna play a game called If We Were. Theme song. Character from a movie or a video game. My famous flying is from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're gonna play a game called If We Were. Well, tonight's If We Were, uh, we had a sort of if we would, if we could, if we did, but we didn't, if we were topic. Because I, I sometimes like to, especially on more challenging ones, let the crew know ahead of time so they can be scratching their heads. But um, I miscommunicated, and it didn't quite get out there. I think Steven was aware of it, and I was aware of it, and everybody else came in surprised tonight, which is great. Surprise, everybody. So uh, I've kind of fallen back and give them an alternate if we were to think about. So while they're thinking about it, Steven and I are going to play a little two-man if we were. Um, Tonight, because it's the final episode of Season 3 of the Nerd of Godcast, Episode 70, we're wrapping up, putting a bow on this thing. Um, we were going to talk about season uh, series finales. So we were going to discuss if we were a television show's series finale. So while the rest of you guys are thinking about tonight's actual if we were, the one that we're going to go ahead with, Stephen, 
Let's share the uh, if we were that you and I came up with for everybody. Okay, why don't I come up with some for everybody? Okay, well, what you got, man? Okay, so I got one. Well, I erased my list. Uh, you didn't take a picture of it like everyone told you to? I They told me that after I erased my <laughs> list. Man. Yeah. All right, so I, I got them for basically everybody, but I think... Mice, except for you and EJ. So let's, oh. move, let's move around the table. Let's let's start okay. with, with Jackie. And you guys are still working on yours for tonight, so yeah. we'll, we'll okay. buy for, you guys an extra minute or two. For Jackie, I thought of Firefly. Why? Because it was it was short, it was tiny, but it, it did what it was supposed to do, and it was end up being a fan favorite. Because mm. she's short and tiny, but she's a fan favorite. But like I'm looking it's around this table, and butt. she's probably on the lower end of the table, but not really much shorter than other people here. Well, listen, that's what I, I thought mean, of. We're all about the same size. What did you think of? See, for me, for for uh, I made Tori Firefly because it was canceled before its time. Oh, I had, oh no. For Tori, no. I had Arrested Development. Why? Because it was canceled before its time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but then it had to move to another network. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. So Tori went from here to Jersey. See, now, Jackie, this was this was the easy one for me. She's just the office because of all the feels. That's See, why I was like, either See, office I, or Parks and Rec. That was that fr- was... Actually, I did think of Parks and Rec for Jackie. And then the last second I put But why? Because every time Parks, Parks and Rec, Rec is obviously Jessica. Because Jessica, the end of Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope becomes president of the United States, and it's all about it female ben? empowerment. Is ben it's she really? it's no, one it's of Leslie. Them. Yeah, spoiler. Could be both. Sorry. Oh man. Yeah. Are you still watching it? Well, yes. they don't. Explicit, they don't specifically say. They just said Mr. President, and then they both turn around to leave, or they say they just say President. You're, I think you're, you're continuing to dig. Oh. I don't know. Stop. I'm sorry. Talking. Stop. Just stop. You can stab him if you want. Please don't stab me. If it's if it makes it better, I'm really upset. It takes place in like a future, future, future. Like it how does that make it? How, they they you'll, go, you'll see. The, that see. make the ending the, of the story less. It's of it, more of a mystery. <laughs> you'll be fine. It will be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. It was it's, the it's only not as the, big of a spoiler as you think. That it was is. the only okay. episode of the entire last season that I watched and was fine. Okay. Really, uh, it's the only episode. Mm-hmm. How about for Steven? Oh, I'm lost. Yeah, you you are lost. Yeah, because oh, not no. everybody likes yeah, you. Yeah, but what's and, your and, thing? And apparently, oh, I'm the only one that gets it. Yeah, you're uh, <laughs> uh, you're you're necessary, but you're not uh, enjoyable. Um, oh, the, no. oh, oh. The final, oh no! The final oh, season no. of Lost is not as bad as. But watch it for a second time. It definitely is. Neff, Mash, Seinfeld. Mash is probably a better answer Thanks. because he's funny, but for some reason he kind of decides to cross the line. And but he's very people. uncomfortable at the same time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, very That's good. So cute. Um, Nick, I didn't have one for Nick. I did. He's staying elsewhere because we're probably all just a figment of his imagination. <laughs> we all probably live in his snow globe. <laughs> um, we have for EJ. You didn't have one I didn't for, have EJ? for EJ. For Jessica, I put a bones. That's because I know she likes bones. She was a tough one. Mm. EJ, EJ's Mad Men. Just oh. his his whole his story wraps <laughs> so up good. with a gleam of inspiration of I like you know that. of uh, uh, then uh, let's see who else do we miss I like uh, you me uh, I'm the Simpsons because I should have ended a long time ago <laughs> oh no oh <laughs> no uh, or Quantum Leap. That was a beautiful My mom loves that show. Yeah. Uh, all right, mom. so tonight, our actual If We Were, uh, we're going to be talking about who we would, what we would be if we were dessert items, if we were sweet treats. Uh, so uh, nothing sweeter than to uh, to start this with, uh, how about Jessica? 
Let's see. <laughs> what do we think Jessica is? Yeah. So what kind Let's of dessert is Jessica? Uh, I had a Boston cream pie. Good did, did, answer. Did you take my answer? Ooh. That's good better. answer. I'm changing my answer to good. that one. Yeah, I'm changing. I I, well, I didn't have Wait, one before, did so have? I have one. I can't say what I had without spoiling Jackie's. <laughs> so they'll make sense once we get to Jackie's. Uh, is one of us Tootie and the other one's Fruity? No. Well, one of you's Fruity, all right. Hello. Almost driving me crazy. I think key lime pie. Kind of tart, but kind of tart, but little okay. Solid. One of my but favorite sweet. pies. And she usually does have graham crackers all over her bottom. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it's a weird, weird thing. How did you? I don't know how you know. It's Bradley. Bradley. I see your seat every week when you get up. You leave crumbs everywhere. Uh, because she watches small children. It, yeah. Your answers were better than mine. I put atomic warheads just because she's. Nice. Just powerful and sour. Those are terrible. But it's not really a dessert. Oh, More like a candy. candy. They make a warhead ice cream. Nice how about dessert. how about Jackie, right just so we can balance this bookend out? Steven? I put her as Captain Jack's buried treasure. And is that Captain Jack's what? nutty? Yes. So, okay, so <laughs> for those of you guys that are not listening, uh, that with an, a Miller's Ale House in your town, which is probably most of you, uh, you don't know me. what Captain Jack's buried treasure is. It's a dessert. And Jackie's name is Jackie and has a Jack in it. All right, I told sh- you I up, don't Steven. know desserts that I, well. I chose um, for myself strawberry shortcake. <laughs> That's what I look. See, I, I wrote put, that. I put tiramisu because it mean, literally though. means I, pick me up. Oh, oh. Oh. This is always encouraging. I wrote tiramisu for myself. Wrote, Steven always wrote, picks me up. I wrote, I wrote tiramisu for somebody else, but not EJ. Oh, <laughs> but I can change it. Well, strawberry you. shortcake. I'm glad I got. You have one for Jackie. Cinnamon roll. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, I had something. To, I had a sweet creme brulee. Creme brulee. Fancy. That's fancy. Fancy. I'm not, I'm not that fancy. Because she's sweet, but she crusty on top. Oh, <laughs> what? I don't what? like that term. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like me called sweet, Tony. She really has a, to change that. Yeah, that word crusty is kind of weird. She has a thick, glassy shell. <laughs> I originally put tiramisu for Tony, but I'll change. I wrote two answers. That's the wrong answer. <laughs> Tony hates tiramisu. Yeah, but you, I love you tiramisu. It's so, oh, good. so good. It is yes. good. I never had cannoli. Do we, do we, thank no, you. That was mine for you. Never mind. <laughs> Steven, what you got? For who? You. For me? Yeah, what do we got I don't for write Steven? anything for me. <laughs> I got two different answers for Steven. What you got? She, well, she didn't put mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> no, Even I though everyone it. thinks it's the worst, she doesn't. No, I put you as oatmeal cookie because oatmeal cookies are the worst. What? Oh, no. What's funny is Tori wasn't around during Let's Crap on Steven phase. It happened after she left. So now she's just seen everyone up Use me, and it finally feels like I have somebody on my side. But that was my joke. I'm pretty one. sure Steven's the worst happened when she <laughs> was here. You guys started that, actually. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> That's fine. I don't remember that. There I don't remember that. There you is, were folks. grounded that or the worst we yeah. ever I had pumpkin pie. For Steven, I, 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 I hate pumpkin. I did ginger Pumpkin is so good. Pumpkin pie with some whipped cream on top. Would you say it's the worst? A mound of whipped cream. No, the worst is oatmeal cream. Steven, what do you got for Steven? I have nothing for Steven because he doesn't like desserts. Thank you. And a for you is ginger snap because of your red beard and you snap. Ginger snap. I mean, it makes sense. It's better than apple or. Pumpkin pie. Or apple pie. apple pumpkin pie. Ooh, pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin flavored anything. Pen pineapple disgusting. pumpkin pie. But uh, oh. no. <laughs> yeah, I, pumpkin like, I like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin I'm, juice is bad. It's, it's nice. Pumpkin juice is delicious. Yeah. I put Steven as a York peppermint batty because the people that like him really, really dig it. The people that don't just don't want anything to do with it. What'd you put for me? Chips Ahoy ice cream. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tori's staying at my house this week, and, and, I have, <laughs> and I have Chips Ahoy ice cream in my freezer. Nice. Do you yeah. want to put Steven in my freezer? <laughs> <laughs> 
Somebody call he doesn't. He likes ice cream, and I thought I was trying to think of like, you're kind of crispy. So you do like <laughs> sweet things, <laughs> Steven. Like I said crispy. I don't like much desserts, but I like ice cream. Uh, <laughs> why am I so uncomfortable with this conversation right now? <laughs> you kind of a you like guy. ice cream, and you're kind of a, a how crispy about, fella. How about EJ? Uh, for EJ, I put a ch- cheesecake. See, oh, a I'm cheesecake because cool he's cheesy. No, because <laughs> that was a dessert I thought of, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, cheesecake is nice. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. So, for all of our new listeners from Megacon, stick with us. It's gonna get better. It's okay. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. See, I had an eclair for EJ. Why? Because okay. they're me. awesome on the outside and even better on the inside. Oh, I was wondering where that was going. I was like, yeah, was I did a colorful M&M cookie. Okay. I was going to put like rainbow sherbet ice cream, but I was like, I'm not just going to pick ice cream for everybody. And that's a stretch. I put rice pudding. Could you finish? <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Portuguese, okay? I put Tres Leches, so guilty. <laughs> yeah, and I, it, it, the first one was flan for myself, but. No. I almost put no. that. <laughs> I flan cocho. I put, I put flan for somebody else. Who? Def. What? Giga pudding. Giga pudding. No. See, that Neff is a milkshake. If you guys have never seen the Giga pudding commercial, go to YouTube, right? Pause the show. Go to YouTube right now and look up the Giga pudding commercial from Japan. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about Giga pudding. They're laughing at an entirely different joke that they made while you were talking, just so you know. I know. Okay. (laughs) Just instinctively know that my spidey senses tell me this is an inside joke. No one else is aware of it. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just a joke I made when Jackie said, and it tickled Dev like Jackie and Jessica tickling the ghost in the middle of the the table. For EJ, at first, <laughs> I didn't put anything because I don't know EJ very well. Yeah. But all of my experiences with EJ, he's always very warm and welcoming. He always gives me a hug. So they're at Applebee's, which everyone hates here, but it's not bad <laughs> where I'm from. They have a like a lava cake, like Ooh, a chocolate lava cake. I like oh. that. So you're always very warm and welcoming and... Like, like Thank you, Tori. So, You're yeah. a lava cake. I'm a lava cake. Lava cake. Right. It's your boy. You made it weird. <laughs> it's weird now. It's weird now. Why you hate you right now? EJ is a cherry pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> Out. Yeah. He'll burn you. He'll burn How about you. Nick Sadler? Vanilla ice cream. Oh. Oh. I also oh. had vanilla ice cream. Vanilla ice cream is great. It's my favorite Listen, ice cream. Listen, I also put vanilla ice cream. I put. People like it. I put but it's also very vanilla. A rice crispy treat because you can mold them and use them to like make different things. And I could see Nick like yeah. making a giant rice crispy like statue. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be a I'll take that. Rice crispy treats are the Legos of oh, the dessert Jessica. world. Yes, about it. yes, they are. I've always wanted to make. Some That's true. People have made like they put fondant on top mm-hmm. of that for like, cakes a, a and stuff. A lot of professional That's makers cool. and stuff. I like when they're that. Making when them I got crazy married, cakes. my groom's cake was rice crispy treats. God really? Like it. Ooh, when they make rice like krispie that. treats out of anything other than rice krispies, <laughs> like fruity pebbles. There was oh <laughs> yeah, we did that one time. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. I uh, I particularly like rice krispie treats when they are made with golden grams. Ooh. Oh yeah, those with little pieces yes. of chocolate in it. Yeah, it's like a s'mores S'more. rice krispie treat. Mm. So good. You mad genius. So uh, <laughs> did we do Neff yet? I uh, said fly. Do we I said a milkshake. Did we say all of our answers for Neff? It brings all the boys to <laughs> the yard. There it is. That's the joke I made. I said. Uh, it would have been funnier if you would have made it when people were paying attention. Well, to I thought we were paying attention to it. I didn't know that there's another well, conversation. Her better, her her answer is, is better than yours. 
Thanks. Darn right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, that song isn't perfect. I put, uh, I put a, for Nick. I put a snack pack. It's yes. uh, standard, snack. standard issue. Nothing flashy, but always good to go. Yeah. Yep. Snack pack. I'm glad you put, got that. I put apple pie. I put apple pie for Tony. So did I. Why'd you put apple pie for Nick? Because he's classic. He's like classic, vanilla ice cream. Man. Is he a crumbly top apple pie, or is he a crusty top. like the like the strudel? What do you call him? Like the important. Dutch apple pie? <laughs> he's the crusty top. He's the apple pie with a slice of the day. I guess I don't know. The little crumblies are the best. I understand. Are you a strudel top like a like a Dutch apple pie, or are you a regular crumblies American apple pie? I'll say a regular American apple. pie. Regular American. See, apple pie. So I like the other one. For Tony, yeah, I had too. I had a Dutch apple pie, which is the crumbly one. I can get behind that. I would prefer a Dutch apple pie. Dutch apple pie. I can, oh. I can get behind that too. Now, so much it, didn't on. you hear one time that somebody put cheese on an apple pie? Ah, monsters! Yeah. It works <laughs> like an animal. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you sicko! Cheese and apples. I don't know why. I just oh yeah, now I get it. You never heard of cheese and apples? I feel like that would taste good. No, I've had cheese, cheese and apples. It's a common but, thing. But I've never bacon had cheese and apples. And apple I think it tastes good. Yeah, you're giving. You're giving. Why is Tori throwing up gang signs? Because bacon and apple pie sounds really good. Yes, I'm making this happen. But it has to be. All right, and now. Does that sound good at all? everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be applewood smoked bacon. Oh okay, so we're going to have a bacon cheese pie. <laughs> bacon cheese apple pie is happening. <laughs> Let's just put it on a button. Just call it all right, so Nick, burger. I need you to pause the show for a second. I'm going to run to Publix. <laughs> I will be right back. And I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like when when you're at the hospital and they're and, and they're coding you. Uh, <laughs> anyone? That's that's how I want to go. It was worth it. Bacon cheese apple pie. What are you getting? What are you here for? I'm getting my stomach pumped. Why? <laughs> because I ate a bacon cheese apple pie. Oh, it's the- better than a Tide Pod, I guess. Code uh, blue. Code blue. <laughs> Too soon. Well, let us know Wait. what. We didn't do Tori. We didn't yes, do we did. Tori. Oh. No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't, didn't do not. Tori. Oh. How dare you? Tor- Tori. I put soy ice cream. I had forgotten you were here. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's no. lactose intolerant. Are you lactose intolerant? Super lactose. You have really? been killing the ice cream at my house. I'm aware. <laughs> I know what I did. I'm an adult. I know what choices I made. I'm an adult. I do what I want. <laughs> she regrets nothing. She's no, not I regret a lot. I just I'm aware of the choices I made. Okay. Oh. I don't. Th- I think so I would have to be. If I went to the doctor. He's like, I'm sorry, so you're lactose intolerant. I'd be like, well, That's I'm going to have to live with the pain because I ain't giving up cheese. No, you don't want to. You can Man. take a lactate pill. I've tried I to did. give up it cheese didn't before. Matter. That is, that cheese is cheese. for me harder than giving up like Time to meat. jump out a window. Like, cheese is serious for me, guys. So what did we say that Tori was? I said soy ice cream. Soy ice cream. Soy ice cream. So I, I said. say that she is a mint chocolate chip cupcake. Wow, she doesn't wow, like you at all. Wow, that's a lot going on. I like mint, mint, mint chocolate, I like mint chocolate okay, chip. First of all, who it's remembers disgusting. that she had the mint green hair? Mint chocolate chip is amazing. Mint chocolate chip is and nasty. And all the good things about nasty. a cake in a cupcake. I remember. Cupcake. I remember. Like I Pepperidge Farm. Nice. <laughs> 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 For, uh, for, for Tori, uh, and I don't know, maybe this is weird to hear. Um, I see Tori as whipped cream right out the can. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's I'm the one. So that's the one. You got it. One for baking. One whipped cream out of the can. Listen, I'm yes. used to that sound. I ain't it's fancy, but you know you like it. That's <laughs> that's Tori. <laughs> I ain't here to impress anybody, Mm-mm. but you love me. But you get me every time. <laughs> I had Tori as cake, but like one of those cakes you see on like Cake Boss. 
like the fancy ones. Like a fancy case. The ones that you feel like, I feel ashamed fancy. to eat this, but oh, I'm going to eat it. I wanted to try to use upside down cake for somebody, but I couldn't think of anybody. Will Byers. Yeah, I was going to say There you go. That's the one. Well, let us know what what dessert that you would be. If you were a dessert, do you have something else? Yeah, I didn't say what I was. Oh, what, what are, are you? you? Raspberry cheesecake. Why are you raspberry Ooh. cheesecake? Because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I took cannoli for you, so. <laughs> Yay. You're from Jersey. Sad, myself has a cannoli because it's overflowing. Best cannoli well, is in Jersey. Let us know who you, what kind of dessert that you would be, or if you think that you got a better answer for one of us. And the best way that you can do that is to connect with us across all of the social media and interweb platforms. We'd love to hang out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can send us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. And don't forget, you can call the Nerd of Godcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-NOGCAST. Leave us a message and you might hear yourself on a future show, 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 show. All right. Actually, we have some other cool things that are available online. We we had some. Uh, we were. Sorry. Are you okay? I'm sorry. It was <laughs> one hiccup. I'm sorry. She had a very very tiny dog for a second. I had to say hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. This is. It's like when uh when somebody is. It remember in the movie Go- uh, Gremlins when Billy Peltzer's working at the bank and he has the dog like hiding underneath there and he's like shh be quiet and the dog's like and he's like trying to keep it low key like that. Do you have a dog with you? She no. has a gizmo. How dare you not let me pet this dog? <laughs> we went to <laughs> Lake Eola. We went to Lake Eola yesterday with Tori to play Pokemon because she wanted to play Pokemon at Lake Eola. And every single person that went by with the dog. <laughs> I love she's like, it. Was hello. blessed with my smile. <laughs> she was like, hello. Hello, I love your dog. <laughs> it's a service dog. Don't touch it. See, this, I just talk to the dogs themselves. I ignore the people. This one lady had a little tiny teacup kind of looking dog. I don't know what it was. It like it fit in the palm of your hand. And Bless. she was walking it around. And to, what was the dog's name, Tori? Naomi. Okay. <laughs> wow. See, I don't know that, but Tori did. She locked in on it. I don't remember people names. I remember dog names. And this lady, she, 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 she like lapped us around. So we saw her a couple times. And the second time we saw her, she had that dog strapped into her chest in a baby Bjorn. It was at a little tiny baby Bjorn on her chest. What? She was holding that little Ministered to my soul. And it was, I'm not going to lie, it was the cutest thing. And she just looked at us. Don't walk the dog in the park. She smiled and she said, he got tired. His legs were a quarter inch long, I'm with you, Steven. Listen, any dog under 50 pounds is a cat and cats are pointless. Your dog is thirty pounds, and she's okay. A my cat, her, she's you're, beautiful. You're not nearly cool enough to be Ron Swanson, Stephen. <laughs> there's no other point in life when I can make that reference and have it work. Well, we um we actually have some cool merchandise that's available on our website at nerdofgodcast.com, and we're going to be offering a special deal for you because we have some cool stuff. Uh, we were selling some of our decals, we were selling some T-shirts at the mega convention here in Orlando, Florida, this past week, and uh, several folks asked us if they'd be available on our website, and we want to say to you, a resounding yes. So this week only, from the date of this episode coming out till one week later, if you go to the Nerd of Godcast store and you shop for your various merchandise, t-shirts, and sundry, use the shop code MEGACON, M-E-G-A-C-O-N, no space, and that will give you 20% off your purchase. That's a whopping 20% off. That's one-fifth 
if mathematics serve me well. So go over there, get your Nerdy Godcast gear. This is a great time to jump in and get early Christmas presents uh, and make a uh, make a big impact in what we do. Represent the podcast that you love and that loves you right back. That's the Nerdy Godcast, only at nerdygodcast.com. So a movie came out this week. Uh, this past Friday was a couple different things. It was First off, it was Megacon. It was our first Megacon. We'll talk yeah. more about that in just a few minutes. It was also EJ's birthday. Yes, it yeah. was. Happy birthday. He is Happy 27. Birthday to EJ. Thank you. Are we going in like dog years? Because I think you're going to Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also, it was the release of the uh, the newest Star Wars movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Yeah. Which uh, is kind of getting crapped on a little bit right now. People are saying it is not it is underperforming in the box office. Uh, Disney is kind of saying we're going to have to look at this and try to learn what's going on with this because they're about $60 million under where they projected they would be over. Wow. Wow. Weekend, really? Um, yeah. So let's talk. It couldn't be because everybody was at MegaCon. Uh, I know a couple of you guys got to see the movie already. Um, no spoilers or anything like that, but just initial impressions. Is it worth going to see? Is it passable, uh, or is it a hard pass? I I went into seeing this movie expecting mediocrity, and I walked out thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed with. And I really enjoyed this movie. I I I would say I love this movie. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um, I think the marketing was what really killed this movie at the box office. Um, moving it to a May release date instead of the standard, or what's become kind of a standard December release. I mean, date. you're not even like six months out from the last one being in theaters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I think that there was a big problem with that. Um, it feels like it's a throwaway because it's not like the other one. Like Rogue One came out this like the same time of year as Episode Seven as Episode Eight came out. So it was like, oh, we it, let's go see this movie. It's the Star Wars movie of the year. Whereas um, Solo came out at a time where it's like, oh, we already had our Star Wars movie until next year's Star Wars movie. But it's like we're already ha- we're only like halfway through the year. Well, it can't be timing. I think that if the movie was, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's more, it's probably not even that it wasn't at Christmas time. Maybe it's because it's only a few weeks after Infinity War opened up. I, I think part of it also might be that a lot of people have problems with Last Jedi. Maybe they're a little sour on the Star Wars universe right now. I don't know that it, that being sour on anything has ever stopped a Star Wars fan from seeing something. Before. I mean, I agree. But a lot of Star Wars fans I know because, are... Because, you know, Phantom Menace was not great, and Clone Wars was not great, but people are still going to see Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yes. I like. See, I really liked Solo. I thought the guy who played Han Solo did a really good job. There were a lot of times during the movie where he did stuff where I was like, that's exactly how Han Solo would do that and what he would do. And I was really surprised... Because so many people were talking about how his performance, he needed an acting coach and all this. But he actually really pulled out, like, he made me believe I'm watching a young Han Solo. Yeah. And it, he wasn't doing, like, a Harrison Ford impression. That's, it was He was just doing yeah. him. Yeah. Tori, are you a Star Wars fan? Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Duh. The, the, for those that don't speak New Jersey, that means, yeah, stupid. What's your thought just from not having seen it, obviously, yet? What What is your thought looking at it from the outside looking in? I want to go see it. Are you waiting to get but home so you can see it with your husband? Not, he doesn't like Star Wars that much. Oh, but, what? Um, oh. And yet you married him anyway. There it is. Yeah. True, well, love. <laughs> True, True love. True love. <laughs> wow. Um, I was going to go see it with my brother, though. He invited me to see it nice. like last Friday before last. And I was like, homie is not out yet. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I. but you were right. It's a Star Wars movie. I'm going to go see it. Like, yeah. 
but I was doing something this weekend. So, do you think that it's gonna because uh, the reviews are seemingly positive? People are saying it's a. I haven't seen anything saying it's a garbage movie. Do you think that it's gonna kind of boomerang back and get a little surge in the second week? Um, Hopefully, because I don't really think much is coming out over the next couple weeks. So maybe if, not until uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, so I think if there's not a whole lot, coming, apparently from what I see, it's number one at the box office right now. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's gonna break any box office records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also Infinity War has been out for over a month. Anybody who has seen it has seen it. Everyone who has seen it twice has seen it twice. Well, by the time this episode comes out, the movie will have been out for about a week and a half. So those of you guys that are listening, if you've seen it, let us know what you think about it. How many? Um, uh, what, what would it be? How many Kessel runs Wookies. out of <laughs> out of ten? It would get how many? How many Wookies? How many Wookie cookies? Uh, it, it would get. Uh, it, let us know what you think of it. Uh, have you seen it more than one time? Does it get up better on subsequent watches, or uh, is there some moral protest that you have? Like I'm not going to watch this movie for reasons. Uh, let us know what you think about it because we can talk about it all day long. But yours are the opinions that the world wants. By the way, he- Donald Glover's Lando, top notch. Here. <laughs> he wasn't I'm sorry, it was so good I had to say You're it. You're gonna get edited out. Neff is gonna be nowhere in the episode. Yeah. Uh I, I is it just me or does Donald Glover look just like childish Gambino? Wait, are oh, they Oh that's weird. Oh, wow. Are they the same person? Yes. No, surely not. <laughs> well, this is America. <laughs> I love Tori's laugh. <laughs> That one too. <laughs> I just I love you guys all so much in Jesus' name. We love, I love you, you too. All so much in Jesus' we love name. Love you too. No, I'm not. I'm not telling you that. I'm psyching myself up. Is that like uh, when my mom, when she's angry, she walks around the house singing "Jesus Loves Me"? Oh my goodness, like that's that. wonderful. Is that what your, oh, your mom did? Mom water out. Yeah, that's what she did. I love your mom. So you know, that's like a red flag. Yes, you hide she, in your room when she's singing <laughs> "Jesus." Weird. Does love she me. sing it angrily yes. like she's scrubbing it? Just, yes, Jesus loves me. No, she sings it exactly the way he was singing. I love Jesus you in Jesus' name. Yes, my my son. Uh, this is the second last day to school of uh, school today and um, my son was taking a nap and he doesn't nap he's I, I think ever since he's been out of diapers I've only ever seen him nap like twice yeah and uh, today I come home and he's like laying down in his room napping and like okay is he naps. sick what's going on so I, I went back there and I began to talk to him a little bit hey what's going on you know you okay buddy uh, why are you sleeping and he's like I think I'm done with school now like, well, you gotta go back tomorrow. <laughs> like it's one last day. One more day. Well, apparently, what happened today is he was he had his earbuds in, and an administrator took uh, exception to that and decided just to put him in ISS for the whole day. What? Wow. Yeah. So ISS being in school suspension, yes. which he's never gotten before. Wow. He's never. I mean, he's not he's a discipline problem. No. no. So, but they put him in oh, ISS wow. the whole day. I think he was just really upset and really embarrassed, and he he did not want to go back. And I said, well, let's talk about this for real. Did you uh, get in ISS because you had earbuds in or did they tell you to take your earbuds out and then you try to explain yourself and tell them why they were wrong and they put you in ISS and he's like no I was taking them out and they said here's your here's your sign so they oh sent him away gosh. for the day and he was really upset so I said why um uh, you know, and, and he, he was very forthright, forthright with me about it. He was, you know, open, honest, and direct about it. And uh, he said, "That's the reason that I'm laying down in here because I thought you would be mad at me." And I'm Aww. like, "Well, uh, which I, mean. which I, I don't, I don't really. That's not really my motif. As much as listeners probably think that I, I'm on a hair trigger all the time because uh, that's because I'm sitting next to Stephen. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- with my son, I'm, I don't, I, I don't fly off the handle like that. So I said, "No, son, I'm not mad. I, I and I'm real glad that you would." 
tell me that directly. I'm glad that you would be able to have that conversation mm-hmm. with me and say, this is what happened and be yeah. honest with Definitely. me. That's super important. And, yeah. you know, and if anything, I'm on your side. So that was a stupid reason. Uh, boom. I'm going to give you a reason. bigger pair of headphones to wear to school tomorrow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and glue so them to your head so they gonna, can't take it it's off. It's going to say Jesus loves you on the side of it. And oh I'm going to let them know. No, obviously I'm not going to do that. We're going to honor his teachers and everything. But, um, you know, it's just funny when, when you feel like that somebody's mad and they're like, yeah. yes, Jesus loves you. <laughs> There's red flags for something. Um, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Megacon just happened this past week. The mega convention here in Orlando, Florida, celebrating fandom of all types. I mean, everything from sci-fi and comic books and anime and movies and, uh, I mean, just everything that you can really think of uh, celebrated at the Megacon. Uh, EJ, you're a Megacon veteran. How many how many Megacons have you been to now? Uh, this is my fifth. That's five big yes. Megacons. Yes. And uh, we went out there this year uh, making our convention debut as the Nerd of Godcast, uh, stepping into that world uh, officially. I've spoken yes. at a few different cons before, um, doing uh, like religion and anime, or uh, you know the, the biblical look at video games, stuff like that. But this was our first time actually being out there as a podcast crew, and uh, it was a really interesting experience. Now that's the reason that Tori's here because she also came down to be a part of MegaCon mm-hmm. with her art brand. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Uh, it's called Curry and Rice because some things are just better together, and I sold prints of things people like. <laughs> <laughs> That's curry with an I, right? Yes. So it's you, an important distinction. Very important very. distinction. Otherwise, you're going to end up like on some Trinidadian website. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this art is very exotic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of food pictures. <laughs> I like it. I'm following that. So you had, a, you had a couple pieces of art that were hugely popular this weekend. Yes. In retrospect, it might be because I only bought like six prints of them mm-hmm. but one of them did actually sell out which was a big nice. encouragement to my soul because i didn't think i'd sell anything that's cool so this was, was your first time uplifting. doing anything like this yes yeah i have i've had my shop open before but there's definitely there are a lot of inhibitions i was scared i was didn't think people would like it you know a laundry list of fears and reasons um but I definitely felt uh, a nudge of the spirit to be like, you need to be at MegaCon. And I was like, wow. all right, who am I to say no, I guess? Yeah. Especially yeah. when uh, things are provided so well uh, by God's plan. So I went and I feel so much better about literally everything. Uh, so much worse about my current day job, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, trust me, just real quick, that's what changed my life. Like going to my yeah. first show, I at that time, I was transitioning from being a uh, permanent substitute teacher to a full-time teacher and after my first show I felt the same way like yeah. this is what I want to do exactly like, I was sitting there with Sheena and I'm like I would much rather have weird conversations yep. with nerds who don't shower and then like <laughs> here than pretty much do anything else so like today I opened a patreon there's nothing on it uh, I finished awesome. a video I'd been like avoiding for months and it's gonna post eventually I'll schedule it purposefully later. That's super but, exciting. Like, mm-hmm. I moved on, like I moved forward with a plan That's of good. action, and I'm like, my soul is filled up. I am encouraged and ready to do more. So. Man. That's, that's really, really awesome. cool. <laughs> really, really cool. We did. Uh, we had a really interesting, uh, great time. Lots of fun adventures. First, before we even get into the the details of what we did and uh, some of the stories that we have to share, I just want to say to to Nick Sadler 
Jessica Manchester, thank you guys for for taking a hit for the team. We had a lot of church things that were happening over the kind of congruent to MegaCon, um, and you guys came here. You held down the fort, um, maybe maybe more thoroughly than you thought that you were going to. But I just want to say thank you so much. That does not go unrecognized. Um, next next time we figure this out, we'll know a little bit better of what we're doing so that we can make sure you guys have time to participate in in the con things as well. Uh, I, I know that to that degree, you guys did get left out. It was not intentional, but um, but I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for keeping the church side of things uh, above the, the board. So yeah. mad respect. Always glad to serve. Thank you guys. So it really, really means a lot. Thank you. No Nick, problem. Nick, you went above and beyond too, man. Like Thursday was, that was, you, you got kind of dumped on a lot. So thank you again, man. That really, really goes a, a long way to help us. Um, we had a great time. There was, how many people were, were there at this convention, EJ? I mean, they averaged about 100,000 between That's the four a days. Lot. Four days. That's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people. Especially yeah. Saturday when you're walking through and like you're trying to walk down an aisle. It's like, yeah. I, it's, it's, I can't walk. Yeah, can't you're walk. swimming it, through it's people. It's like, like, without trying to sound weird, it's like when you watch like the videos of like the, the shops in India where it's just yeah. people, 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 people. <laughs> I'm in the, That's how it I'm felt. in the Marrakesh marketplace. Yeah. Yes. Except it smells real. a lot better in India than so, it probably does. Someone like, just you know. took Karen Allen and put her in a basket <laughs> on the back of a Nazi <laughs> munitions truck. What's happening? Have you, guys, have you guys ever played the game Frogger? Yeah. Because that's what it feels like trying to cross through the intersection. Yes. Because you have to, because you're like, Maneuvering and looking for the the open the opening. spots and God help groups you of people. If you're trying to get through and someone's got a nice costume, because that entire cross section intersection becomes like, stop! Oh, can I take yep. a picture? Oh no! Oh, yeah. yeah, I got all mine out the way before then. Yeah, and there were some really amazing cosplayers out there. Yeah. Uh, we posted a lot of pictures to our Nerd of Godcast Instagram. If you haven't checked it out, that's Instagram slash Nerd of Godcast or at Nerd of Godcast on Instagram. Uh, check those out. Uh, lots of am- I mean, I'm blown away. Yeah. By not only the creativity, but like that people come up with these interesting and amazing things to cosplay as. Mm-hmm. I saw just out of left field, two little kids, I'd probably say eight or nine years old, dressed as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Yeah, I saw them. <laughs> I saw them. It was awesome. So amazing. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting, you know, and, and that's technology for you because now that 3D printers are becoming even more and more and more accessible yeah. um, and lower key and cost, like, People are making ridiculous things now. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, there was it's a guy, awesome. he, he he gave me his business card. I, uh, he was the 3D print guy was what his business card said. Yep. Nice. And he was out there and he had a sword and a shield. And his sword was just a sword handle with the word sword at oh, the end. I saw that. Was that hilarious. was cool. And then uh, he did something else. He came back on the last day, but I missed him. My wife got a picture, but he did the same thing, made a shield. Uh, and he was a super nice guy. He came every day to show us his 3D printed costumes. He did That's Silver really Samurai cool. from X-Men. Uh, totally 3D printed. Really, really? interesting, yeah, creative cool. stuff. Yeah, it was cool. I heard that, there, and I think maybe you told me, that there's a dude who made a cosplay that was like screen accurate height of Thanos. So it was like nine feet tall. Oh my. He was well, there? I, that's what I heard. I, didn't I saw see that him. like on like on social media, but I don't know if he was yeah. there. And they did uh, the, it was the Witch King. Who's the one from uh, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's the, the witch. Yeah, and he I was saw him. he was yeah you saw he was he, bad monstrous. To the bone. He was yeah. just gargantuan. I saw pictures of it. it was and he was chasing somebody. I, he I had a little hobbit with him. Dressed as Frodo and yeah, like and after Elijah Wood. Yeah, they were like <laughs> the one that was getting a lot of traction was uh, like the realistic uh, T Rex. You guys, yes. saw that one? yeah, that and it was like a guy, like a person in there. Like you could see the legs, but. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like at any given like time, puppet. there would literally be like fifty people circling yes. that that 
guy taking pictures. I was with I was right at the entrance to the to the convention room from the concourse when he came in and there was a little kid maybe about 3 years old and it was on Thursday so there was plenty of space around him and when the little kid saw him to watch that child react with like surprise and fear and wonder all at the same time yeah. his whole body just like it's Yeah, like could you imagine being a kid like looking at that? You oh. think it's real. But then there was in, uh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> but there was yeah, there was another uh, dinosaur that was out there that was kind of like an, an inflatable wiggly wiggly Literally, I'm inflatable yeah. tube dinosaur, yep. and that poor guy, he was struggling the whole time. Yeah. His Waddle head him. was all bent the wrong way. <laughs> no. And then oh, he just man. put a Deadpool mask on it. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But, uh, lots stuff. of great cosplayers. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots met, of Deadpools. Met some some really awesome friends. Met some listeners of the show, which was uh, was really cool. Uh, I want to give a couple of quick shout outs just to, to some cool people that we got to meet. If you guys met anyone that you want to holler at too, but um, uh, an artist that I liked uh, named Cassie Maria. She said that she was going to get her cousin who's into this kind of stuff to listen so if Cassie Maria has actually gotten her cousin to listen then good job for you for being an honest person. Hello cousin. I'm glad that I walked by your art table every day to look at your artworks. Uh, Zoe Masters, our next door neighbor there on uh, on row 300. Uh, really cool person. Super like welcoming. I told her that I wanted to start coming to my church and stand at the front door and welcome everybody because she was super super friendly. She was a sweetheart. Uh, we uh, over at the uh, guy's name Laz and, and Joe. Joe Shields. Joe Shields. Joe Shields. Uh, Kevin Bacon, the the adventures Keith of Ke- Bacon. Keith Keith Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> I wrote Joe Keith Shields. Bacon. I said Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I was. So, uh, Joe Joe Shields and Laz De- Deployer of words Deployer of words Super nice guys man Believers uh, We got a good chance To hang out with them With their wives And read their and comic book Have a have a yeah. great great time Keith Bacon Comics um, Howard From the Average Guys Podcast yeah. Yeah. Showed up And surprised us He walked up behind me He's like I recognize that voice I'm like That's Howard From the I've seen your billboard And uh, we got a chance To meet with, uh, with him That was really really cool yes. Young man That I got to talk to Named Caleb From Plant City. He so he told me he was going to be our ambassador to Plant City, Florida. Wow. Nice. He took cards. He took stickers. He's like, I'm going to let all the people at my church, and I'm going to let all the people at Shiloh Church. I'm going to tell them all about your podcast. Bless. We're going up on a camping trip to Georgia, and we're going to listen to it the whole way up there. I've heard yes. of Shiloh. That's so, cool. So Caleb, my man, I hope that you're listening. I hope all your friends are listening. Uh, uh, didn't he tweet us saying that he was listening us. on the way to Georgia? I didn't see that. Oh. That'd be cool. I think he did. I uh, got to, uh, got to spend a little bit of time with a new friend uh, who was in who's in my panel religion and anime the gospel according to neon Genesis Evangelion uh, Logan Maria dressed as Quentin choir uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out there and then across the table from us some guys from a, a publishing house called blue juice comics um, who I have not actually had a chance to read their comics yet but at the end of the con they came over and gave me a, a bag filled with all of their trade paperbacks. Wow. Nice. And they said, do you guys do reviews on your show? And uh, I, I said, yes, we do now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I uh, can't wait to read those. I don't know anything about it, but uh, they were just great stand-up guys. Even when we were setting up the first day, Neff and I were trying to get our banner to stand. We didn't have any tape, and they came over and oh, let yeah. us borrow their tape. Just really nice guys. Um, but I want to tell one story that kind of defines Megacon for me. Uh, and that was a young man named Jonathan. Jonathan, I know you're listening right now. So, man, this is all about you. You are the celebrity right now, my yes. man. Um, but Jonathan, we, I was walking out of my panel. I was coming back into the, the the conference hall, the convention hall, and I hear my name, Tony T. And I kind of turn. I'm like, hey, there's that guy. And and to be candid, I didn't 100%. I don't know Jonathan real well. I've seen him. I saw him in line at MegaCon last year. He was at one of my panels oh, a couple years ago. Um, and I know him through Twitter, but I don't really know him in real life. 
and uh, it was awesome to see him. He's like, yeah, I just saw Tori, and um, you know, went back uh, to the booth. I was like, okay, cool. Well, we met a guy. That's awesome, Jonathan. Good, good, good guy. And uh, he's out there with his brother. So the next day, Jonathan comes by our booth, and he's talking with Stephen and Nev. Yeah, he walk he walks up to us, and we're at the table, and all we because we're not even paid, we're talking to somebody else. He walks up, and he goes, "I love your news," and he looks at me, he goes, "And you're not the worst." Aww. <laughs> I'm like, you're not my favorite person. <laughs> so yeah, Jonathan, a cool guy, man from Ocala, Florida. And uh, walked up to him, you know, and, and at that point, I, I walked up kind of shortly after that and uh, talked for just a few minutes, you know, thanked him again for listening. Uh, really, really nice guy. And uh, then I took off to go check on EJ, who was at, at a booth a little ways away from us. So this is a mammoth yeah. convention hall. Like, if you think this is one of those hotel ballroom deals, you're mm-hmm. grossly Gosh. misunderstood. This is... I wish I knew the square footage it's of the. I, know. the I mean, it's field. it's big enough that when they did the Goldblum uh, panel, he was in like a full auditorium, like yeah. packed. I full. saw that picture. It's I was it was shocked. Incredible. I mean, we're yeah. talking football fields on football fields yeah. on football fields. Like oh, yeah. major. This is a big room. So I, I made my way back to EJ, and I was I was walking through the crowds of people, uh, and it was uh, good crowds of people. Um, I kind of noticed that Jonathan was behind me, a, you know, trailing by a few feet. So I turned and I said, "Hey, you, you you're following me." Huh? You know, like, uh, I guess we're going the same way. And he goes, oh, actually, I want to go say hi to EJ, too. So we, we do. We walk over to where EJ's booth is in the 500 row. And EJ's doing a little business. You know, he's wheeling and dealing. He's, he's, he's getting that, that you know, those nest collectors, their medicine. <laughs> and uh, and it was really cool. You were selling um, the Spider-Man Venom yeah. combo, right? Oh, okay, nice. yeah. You, you walked up to it in a really cool moment. Because that, like, that doesn't necessarily happen like that all the time. And this particular guy was like... Yeah, like I, I want like. But you four gave five, him, yeah. but you gave him a package of paintings, man. Yeah, for a, for a really good price. Yeah, he, uh, and him in particular, he's been collecting my work now for, I mean, since I've been doing MegaCon. Yeah. So, you know, for for collectors like that, I mean, you know, come on, man, they they've been aces for a long time, and I try to take care of them. So EJ's over there, and he's talking, he's doing his business, and I'm not here to step on that because that's what he's doing. This is a livelihood. So while we're waiting for him, I kind of turn and I, I talk to Jonathan. I'm like, so you know, you're from Ocala, where? go to church in Ocala and um, he he hesitated a little bit and he said uh, well actually I have some I have some some questions some reservations about some things and I didn't want to push there because that just seems a little forward so I'm like okay you know cool you know whatever you, you do you you know and um, and EJ kind of turned and I introduced the two of them and as we're chatting man I'm not gonna lie I really just felt impressed by the Lord to go no let's go back to that what do you mean? What, what what were those like reservations you're talking about? What are the questions you have? Just you know, while we're here, and he uh, kind of got a little timid. He said, I, "I I don't really feel you know know if I feel comfortable talking to you guys like this because you guys are like celebrities and and you know I'm not anybody special." And it was like, well, first off. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are not celebrities. No, you know, no. like we're we're here. You know, just but celebrities. Can I? Well, just real quick, I, I wanted to share something about that that particular moment. Yeah, because I was just like, you know, guys, and this is just kind of talking to everybody at the table. Um, it's interesting to me. He said that, and I was like, you know, we think, you know, oh, every other Tuesday we're coming in um, into our sanctuary, we're setting up mics, we're talking. Uh, and, and sharing the gospel and talking about comic stuff and you know at that moment when when he because he used the phrase celebrity yeah he was like i don't really know if i'm comfortable you know because you two are celebrities and i i did, i looked at tony and I, I almost had a moment like it was weird like i was like wow like i don't look at myself like that 
Well, and EJ's maybe, a celebrity. You know, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm it's like, you know, we, we, I don't know. Like, it, it was just a moment that's like, you know, people could potentially feel that way about us. And I, I think it was just very, like, humbling to be like, wow. Like, and I told them, I'm not, I, we both told them, like, we're, we're not celebrities. Yeah. But it's just interesting. I, I explained to him, I said, I'm a youth pastor he, and he's a failed middle school teacher. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I used to be a teacher and I gave that up. And now I'm a professional <laughs> artist. But, I don't know. I just I really wanted to just say that because that impacted me a lot to, to be able to be like, no, I'm I'm not that. Impact is a great word to use there because yeah. it's not celebrity. Like we're not fancy. No, we ain't rich. No. We don't know. We we're, we don't. We can go into the stores without being mobbed exactly. by people. But <laughs> but God. we but it is it is we we I guess we do have an impact. Uh, yeah. There's there, even if it's a small impact, if it's a couple hundred people across the country that listen to us, those are people that we're able to speak into their lives, and that's something that you know. With great power, or we with even mediocre power, uh, comes responsibility. Yes. So Amen. that being said, our first reaction was to talk him down from that. We are yeah. we are nobody. Like, no. uh, I said we're here because of you. We're, you know, so you're the celebrity. We came to see you. So, um, and he, I said, what are your questions? So he he began to share a little bit. He said, I've, I, I basically short version. He's very scientific in his thinking. Uh, the idea of biblical creation versus the, the things that science would explain, he couldn't rationalize those two. He didn't see how the Bible had uh, the answers that he was looking for in that context and, and such and things. Um, and, and man, I, I just really feel, and I don't get, I don't get all, you know, Huju juju like this so much, but I really felt like the Holy Spirit was just moving in that moment. Now we're in the middle of the 500 aisle. Oh yeah. Like this is and, and, the and there's people all around. There's us. people, yeah. and, and and mind you, just to kind of from different perspectives, people were walking up to my booth. I at, the, at that point I didn't care. Um, what day was that? It was Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. so Friday, I I was pretty much solo dolo. So like you know, people were coming up to the booth. I was just letting them go. I was not acknowledging them because at that moment it was like we were engaged. The Holy Spirit was just like, "Yo, engaged." Yeah. So engaged. we, so we're ta I'm talking to him, and I said, "I said, you know EJ, and you know that he's a painter." I said, "Now I look at his his canvases here, and EJ has this this vast display of all these canvases stacked like three, four paintings high." I said, "I, I see all these paintings, and I know what he's done he, to prepare for MegaCon, but I look at and I don't know how his technique exactly works. I can't do what he does." I, I see that there's maybe some spray paint work here. I see that there's some brush strokes. I know he does his splatter thing. I don't know all the hows of, of how he makes a blank canvas become this. But I know that he did it. And I don't know it because his name is written above the booth. I know it because I know him. Because I have a relationship with him. Because I've seen his work. Because I trust in him. And I want to—I want you to think about this. Your questions about your faith, like that, because your intellect and your curiosity are things that God has given you. But nobody, God does not want you to get tripped up on the how, because the more important thing is the who. Yes. You know, you want to know how all these things came to be. You want to know how the universe was framed and how all these things. Came. We we can discuss all that later on. But the most important thing is who made it happen. It was God. Yeah. And how do we know? I know because I know him, because I have a relationship with him, because I, I, I trust in him, because I've seen his work uh, in action. And uh, at this point, I look, 
and my man has just got tears streaming down his face. Yeah. I mean, th- again, we're in the middle of stinking Comic Con, man, and there's people just all around us. He's got tears streaming down his face. Um, I'm crying at that point. I was crying. EJ too. pulls out his Bible and he's 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 going straight to it, man. He's like, you know, seek first the kingdom of God. Now, at this exact moment, at this exact moment in history, at this exact place on the planet Earth, two of our youth group teenagers come walking by. <laughs> Crazy. The, I mean. Of, of all the booths and all of Megacon, they had to stroll into ours on a school day, nonetheless. I didn't even, I would forget the oh, fact yeah, they're skipping day. school. Which day. I found oh. out the square footage, 750,000 square feet. So, so imagine. In a in a 750,000 square foot section, they walked by this exact moment, at, the, at this place at this moment. Um, so EJ's talking. I low-key open up my phone to the camera mode, and as the kids are walking by, I kind of give them the low, hang, you know, the low, the low finger of "Hang on, just a second, because they they saw us and they were going to tractor beam into us. And I said, "Hold on, just you know, just pass by." So I'm kind of keeping my focus on EJ and Jonathan, but uh, off to the side, giving them the wait just a second. So as they began to walk by, I had my phone open with the camera, and I just passed it off to young man Angel from our youth group. And uh, and he didn't ask any questions. He just took my camera and just kind of recessed into the, the distance. And, uh, uh, man, I just felt like the Holy Ghost was right there. And I said, hey, wh- let's let's stop talking about this, man. Let's just seal this deal. You know, let's just do this thing. Uh, are you ready to receive Christ today? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So right there in the 500 aisle at the Orange County Convention Center, in the middle of Megacon 2018, my man gave his heart to Jesus. We're all just crying and we're all just snotting on each other. And... People are talking to EJ, I think, while this is happening. Yeah, like and EJ's just like stone cold, like whatever. Yeah, like at that point, like at that point, I legit had a group of people at the table, like looking at you know painting stickers, and I knew I could feel you know you know when you feel somebody looking at you or mm-hmm. they were talking to me, and at that point, I'm like, man, I'm fully engaged, man. Yeah. I, Forgive me, but and it was so cool to look back because because Angel took this camera and he took he was taking pictures at wow. this moment, man. And here we are praying with this guy. We've got our hands, you know, hand in hand. Uh, I mean, I can look. There's somebody dressed up like you know Miss Marvel behind us. I mean, all these yeah, people. like there was a lot of stuff happening. And uh, and and my man received Christ right there, and it was like that was beyond what our expectations were for MegaCon. Yeah. You know, we went out there to encourage believers. Uh, we went out there to try to challenge and uh, redefine some of the perceptions of Christianity to non-believers. But uh, but the Lord not only let us do those things and do them successfully, thank God. But uh, but this on top of it, uh, just remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know, for me this time, you know, I've been doing mega um, for five years and this time was very special because I did feel like I had a lot more conversations about, you know, what does Nest stand for? And I'm really excited because next year, you know, I'm coming back and I'm going to be kind of downscaling and I'll be in Artist Alley. They have a particular type of booth you can get. Um, So it's not necessarily a table, but it's a booth you can get in Artist Alley. And so with that being said, I'm going to be able to afford like a banner, uh, like a, a, a big banner, which I don't really have a big banner because I feel like Ness, you know, I feel like if, if Ness really like the word Ness, because I, that's a whole nother story in, in regards to like me, I'm going to be dropping Ness and just going by EJ because Ness was always just supposed to be the, the company. Ness was always just supposed to be the scripture. And that's NEHS. And that's NEHS. No, yeah, I have seen. Exactly. Based off of 1 Corinthians 2.9. And this year, more than ever, it was almost like confirmation, like, EJ, you need to continue pushing Ness, and, and you need to you need to play the background, and Ness, you know, the scripture, of course, God needs to play um, the foreground, and 
I got out a lot. Like, what does Ness mean? What does Ness mean? And then praying in front of my booth. It, I'll be honest. I, I was kind of... That was the first time I had ever done anything like that. But it really solidified why we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was, for me... To, to me, I was like, this is it. Like, five years to me culminated to that moment because more of that needs to be happening. Yeah. Like, to the point where it's almost like... I don't know how, you know, without, of course, being uh, abrasive, but like letting people know that if you want that to happen, that can't happen at at my booth or at our table or wherever. And just to go kind of behind the curtain a little bit, this was, I mean, this is the reality of it. And you guys can attest because you probably heard me crying for a week. But, uh, you know, EJ uh, was really seriously considering, let's not do this anymore. Let's start looking for another another direction to go. This is not going to be where we're going to set up our main thing. Me, I walked into this thing so discouraged because, I mean, this this cost me a lot of money to do it. Yeah. And and it cost way more than I thought it was going to, going into it. And without going into dollar amounts, uh, man, I'm a youth pastor. I'm not rolling in some extraneous cash or anything like that. Uh, the, the Patreon sponsorships that we get, they keep the lights on, and that's about it. We're not we're not rolling in it by, by any stretch of the imagination. And I went into this thing like, well, we're here. But this is, and with no exaggeration, we're here, but we can't eat. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're, we're here, but we're... We had to bring snacks. In, involuntarily fasting during yeah. these four it days. It was also like $15 for three chicken tenders, a cup of fries, and a bottle of soda. That being so. the case, yeah. but even even dinner at night was like, yeah. Lord, you're going to have to provide. I mean, this is no joke. I mean, uh, without... I'm not trying to go into some detail, but they double-charged me at a chicken restaurant that we went to on our way back on Saturday. Wow. They double-charged my credit card. Eee. I mean, which is just like, here's my money of chicken, and here's my money of chicken again. Uh, they haven't refunded my money yet, and... And like that put my bank account negative. Like that's mm-hmm. where I'm at right now in my life. Wow. You know? yeah. So like this was this was the all of the extension we could do. So I went into it super discouraged and then walked out of it and Steve and I were talking and it was like, well, it doesn't matter what it costs. How do you put a price on that? Yeah. Exactly. You know, how do you say, well, yeah, that was great, but I spent a lot of money doing it. You know, like mm-hmm. how do you go, yes, Jonathan wasn't worth it. Yeah. So, uh, Jonathan, you're worth it. You're worth whatever it costs uh, emotionally, financially, physically to be there. And I know that that's true because I know how much Jesus loved you. He loved you enough that he came from heaven to earth and laid down his life on the cross for you. That's how I know what you are worth. And not only you, but each and every one of you guys that are listening out there right now, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, know what you are worth. You are worth what Christ paid for you. And that is his own life. So I would say that Megacon was for us a great learning experience and successful now yes yeah I, I i think part of it was when we went into it we went into it with the mindset of we're here not just to get our name out there but we're representing jesus here yeah so much so that even at tony's panel on thursday i've seen his panel you know you know handful of times and this time at the end of it he's like you know what gospel presentation right here right now <laughs> i'm like by the way <laughs> Here's the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and I always do a little bit, but I I think yeah. that I kind of went into this thing like kamikaze. Like, well, well this is probably going to be the last time we do this. So here's the guns out. Brah, Jesus. It's <laughs> um, exactly how Jesus would have done it. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I, we were hoping to go in there and sell some T-shirts. We were hoping there to go and try to recover some of our money. We didn't do too 
good at that, but that was, again, that wasn't necessarily the point. Um, I do want to say thank you so much to Jackie. Spent two days out there helping yeah. Tori to make sure that she could pee when she needed to. Thank you, uh, Jackie. Big thanks to Neff. Big to thanks to Steven, who, who basically ran our table uh, for four straight days. Um, awesome, awesome job. You kept everything sharp, kept everything good. Lots of great contact with people. I know there was moments when maybe you felt discouraged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, there was one guy that walked by. I'm like, how you doing? He goes, no, thank you. And just kept going. Was, but ye- don't be discouraged by that. That's not yeah. a loss. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. trust. Yeah, there, that's there was one lady that literally came up to the table. I think I was the only one at the table at the time. A lady came up to the table and she uh, picked up our cards. Like, oh, this is interesting. What, what do you guys talk about? I'm like, hey, we combine nerd culture with uh, Jesus culture. She goes, oh no, 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 no. Puts the card oh, down and walks wow. away. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right, yeah. on to that. the next one. And Let's go, a, Jesus. There was a couple guys. One guy came by when my son was at the table. I was having a conversation with somebody kind of in front of the table, and this, and I heard this in my periph. Uh, my uh, Christian, who's you know, fifteen-year-old kid, is sitting at the table by himself, and the guy comes up and he's like, "Well, do you only talk about Jesus? Is it only Jesus? Why don't you talk about other?" And, and Christian's like, "We cross over Christ culture and nerd culture <laughs> for sweet, sweet two-player co-op. <laughs> Would you like a sticker?" <laughs> he's like, "Bless him." You know, yeah. And, but and and he was he was shaken, but he wasn't stirred by that, so which was kind of cool. Then, somebody came by and he's uh, I, th- I don't know if it was it was with Stephen or Neff at that moment. Somebody came by and they're like, "Well, my problem with this is it's just organized religion, and organized religion is just structured like government." And it, he was kind of like a hippie hippie guy, yeah. and he went into this Secret whole tirade about oh. the, the ranks and the. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he gave me a list of the ranks in the Catholic Church and how that lines up with the ranks in organized government. And oh. I didn't have the heart to tell him we're not Catholic, but whatever. I mean, he, he, he seemed Wait, to be real confident the, about what he was saying. Was that that one guy? Yeah, and and Stephen's like, "Well, that went well," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you know what?" Here's the deal. That guy wasn't thinking about God when he walked into this con, and we made him think about God. Yeah. We got into his headspace. So. Yep. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No but, doubt, no but doubt. But there was no, no question, far outnumbering that, was the number of people who came in here and said, this is really awesome that you're doing this. Yeah. We've never seen anybody doing anything like yeah. this before. Um, we, we didn't even know. Like, the believers that were encouraged, even other creators that were yes, coming to us. Yes, a lot of us, the vendors would come up. Like, like, there, there, there were other creators that were like, we love this. Like, God is going to use this to do great things. It's like, well, yeah, but, I mean, you guys are doing your, your comics and you're doing your things and stuff like that. Uh, we we don't have comics to sell. We're just we're just out here going straight to the source, man. We're yeah. just going straight Jesus. Um, but but God really blessed it, and uh, I look forward to doing it again uh, in the future. And I hope that you guys will be with us, Jessica. Yes, you're at the top of the queue next time. You go to the head of the class. Thank you. You're leading the uh, religion and anime panel. You awesome. wait for no one. He'll give you the. Uh, he'll give you the I entire. I would collection. love to see Jessica do that. We also had a contest that was going out there the whole time. Uh, our NOG squad contest where people could enter to follow oh, yeah. us on social media. Uh, and we have some winners. So uh, we'll be contacting you guys shortly. You probably already know by now because I will have contacted you. But uh, our winners are Ryan K, Caleb B, Jonathan S, uh, Matthew M, J, and Chris O. And then somebody named Lingi. I can't pronounce it. L-I-N-G-G-I-H-S. L-I-N-G-G-I-H. Lingi. Uh, you guys are winners, randomly drawn on our sweepstakes site. So thank you guys so much. You're going to be getting some cool stuff from our Nerd of God stash. And everybody clapped for the winners. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Very nice. Uh, Megacon, big success. Thank you guys again for everybody that came out to visit us and uh, for all of our new listeners and followers that are checking us out for the first time. Welcome. Bienvenidos. And hello. And now it's time to play a game. Quentin Neff. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Yo. Hey. 
I have a game for you guys. Everybody have their boards? Do you want to wait for Steven to get back? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Start I got my it. board. Apparently, Steven had to tinkle. Even though he already did before we started. Well, you know. TMI. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> He's got the bladder of an eight-year-old girl. Apparently. Did deliberate didn't say something about that? Eight-year-old girl. Oh, he's back. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> Fix my little... All right, what do we got, man? Oh, it's game All right, time. everybody, this game is called Panther or Panther. Panther or Panther. All right. Pink or black. So these are... What? Like Pink Panther or black You'll see. Just You'll see. So, basically, I'm going to tell you a name, and you have to tell me if it's a Black Panther character or a actual wild cat species. Okay. What if it's okay. both? I'm down right. for this. What? What if it's both? They are not I know a lot about at least one of those topics. <laughs> I, I, did the, I did the research. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are just going to write that on your boards, um, Black Panther or cat. And then you guys keep score. No, of course. All right. All right. First <laughs> yes, one up. Bashenga. Bashenga. He, she, me. Bashenga. <laughs> get a little Pentecostal in here tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get everybody's boards. What do you got? I got a cat. Oh, a black I, panther. Put black, I put Black it's Panther. It's a Black Panther character. Uh, yeah. One of the original Black Panthers. All right. No point for me. All right. Next up, we got a... Caracal. If you say A before it, we're going to know that it's a cat. I'm just going to say A before every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Everybody's answers? Yeah. Cat. Meow. Actual panther. Well, how did you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a cat. I'm a crazy cat lady. Very hey, nice. me too. All right, next one up is Cod Cod. Cod Cod. K O D. A-O-D. God, God. I love their kettle fried chips. <laughs> <laughs> cape, cape, God, God. <laughs> All right, let's see your answers. A cat. 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 It is a cat. Dang it. Yay. I see you, EJ. All right. Next up, Jaguarundi. That's fun to say. Jaguarundi. None of these things are real things. Jaguarundi. They're all made up things. <laughs> Jaguarundi, <laughs> born on a Monday. <laughs> Pet all the teas. Number four, Jaguarundi. Uh, let's see your answers. made up name if ever there was one. Cat. Actual cat. It is an actual cat. Oh. Dang it, Neff. Bah humbug. I knew that. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. My marker is failing me. <laughs> oh, no. Who the crap provided you guys with these garbage markers? <laughs> you did, Tony. <laughs> Dang it, man. I never play these games, so it doesn't usually affect me. All right, next up, Chanda. Chanda. Is that a Chanda? Or the Chanda? Wakanda. I don't Forever. know. Forever. Forever. All right, let's see your answers. Black, Black Panther. Panther. That's right, right Black time? Panther. Yeah. Was that what's-his-name's character? Maybe. Um, yes. Lazy, lazy Eye, what's his name? What? Nope. Ah, Chris my head just blew up. Yeah, Horse Wonder No, that is not. That is not Uh, Serval. Serval. Here to serve. I feel like I'm at a spelling bee. Serval, what's the use it in a set? That was the <laughs> other cat from uh, Garfield, wasn't it? It's Nerval. Nermal. 
Normal. Normal? <laughs> I don't know. Normal the Doesn't normal. feel normal to me. All right, let's see your answers. Black Panther. Black Panther. Actual Panther. is a cat. That's oh. an actual, actual Panther. That's I knew Panther. that one. <gasps> They're very pretty. They are very pretty. All right, next one up. Just like you. Scion. How do you spell that? S-Y-A-N. Oh, just how Cy- it sounds. Cyan. No, Scion. Cyan. Scion like the vehicle? Cyan. Like color? It's pronounced throat wobbler mangrove. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. All right, let's see your answers. Cat. Black Meow. Panther. Black Panther. This is Black Panther. Oh. Yay, yay. All right. For the record, I'm killing this game. Yeah? yeah. Killing it. Because oh. it's with vibranium claws. Build the vibrations. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> uh, next up is Wakabi. Wakabi forever. Wakabi. Not to be confused with a, wasabi. A delicious... Green substance served with <laughs> Japanese food. Wakabi. Mm, All right, let's see your answers. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, uh, baby. He even drew a picture of a cat. I know. Steven went all the way. He was like all in on this one, baby. I like your He's art. wrong, but he was I'm all the wrong. put it on the fridge. All right, next one up is Oncilla. Oncilla. Hi, Oncilla. <laughs> I get it. That's nice. I like that. I don't. <laughs> what was that? If you'd like to explain it to EJ, tweet to us at <laughs> Hashtag EJ don't get it. Let's see your answers. Cat. Black Panther. Yeah. Kitty cat. It is an actual panther. Oh, cat. Well, actual panther. Wait, actual panther? You know what I mean? And he does, cat, does, does, and he does. Cat. Look, all cats are just tiny panthers. Alright. Yay! Oh, that's cute. All cats that's are terrifying. Tiny what? Holy crap. No, that's oh, a tweet. If my, <laughs> if my, I can guarantee you, if my cat, if my cat oh, were the size of an actual panther, he would have killed us all. But Elton John, where's the panthers? Next up is Njobu. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear what kind of music I'm going to edit into the background of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right there. That's not a Somebody, music. Put that, put that on loop. Mark it, sample it. About three hours. Just take that and sample it to be like the uh, Leonard Skinner. Oh, not Leonard Skinner. Auto-tune. Leonard Skinner song? What was that? What was that game that we saw the trailer for today? Fee or something like that about the creature it was that Fe. Fe? Oh, was it Fe? F E. And okay, I was well, like, what? How did how did That's what I, I say? Pro- did I pronounce it wrong? I said Fee. I don't know. Anyway. Five. 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 And it was about some creature that walked through yeah. and did this weird like. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Whoa." laughs> it's it. going. That's it. I was like, why well, is this still happening? Funny <laughs> enough, that, that is the noise and then Jobu makes. Because it is a Black, Black Panther, Panther character. Oh, Black Panther. Man That's what I put. Ape. I'm sorry, I had forgotten we were playing a game. Not, that is not Man Ape. That's who he is. No one's not who Njobu is. Oh, no. Who's. No, yes, he was. <laughs> who was he? Who's a challenge day guy? Mbaku. Mbaku. Got him confused. You fool. Similar names. All, right. All African names sound alike to him. Uh, wow. Next one up is Limbani. Limbani. The fanciest of all cars. Not to be confused with Lombardi. <laughs> or, or, or Lombada, the or forbidden dance. <laughs> it takes two to tango. What'd you say? <laughs> My lumbago's flaring up. 
<laughs> it's like we're on the carousel of progress all of a sudden. I love that. <laughs> Gotta go have a sarsaparilla. Lumbago <laughs> sounds like a sad like Lamborghini mixed with a Winnebago. Oh. <laughs> it's a Lumbago. It's a failed experiment for the eighties. <laughs> Do you want uh, to travel in luxury? Grab a Lumbago. <laughs> I really hope delicious. it's a cat. Or it's a, it, or it's, a cat it's like a, a Jewish piece of bread with a hole in it, but it's got stinky cheese on it. Because I would just make a fun of a name. Okay. Limburger and bagel. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. See so your answers. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Cat. Dang it, man. Ooh, last Lim- one. Last uh, but bagel. not least. Breaking the street. Mbaku. <laughs> Marge. Marge. Ooh. Say it again. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's, Mar- Mar- oh. it's a Hispanic cat. Is that Marge Mark and the, the Funky uh, Bunch? <laughs> He's the Feel the vibration. Feel the vibration. Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's my favorite Full circle. Band. Full circle. Full circle. Marge, everybody have an answer. Yeah. Cat. Black Singham. Panther. Cat. cat. It is Actual a cat. cat. Oh. Yeah. All right, add up your scores and see who I got this. eight. I got eight also. I got seven. Ten. Nine. Ten. Ooh. I got nine. Dang, I'm the king of the kitties. Stop throwing. You're the kitty king. <laughs> I also got nine. King of the oh, little panthers. High five, Tori Coys. Tiny The king of Wakanda. Well, how do you high five yourself for tying for second, loser? <laughs> wow, someone's a sore winner. I it's never let Tony game. play a game again. <laughs> I never. I literally. And now we see why. Seventy so, episodes. So, this is only like the third game I've ever gotten to play. So, Whose fault is that? So Jackie, you see that <laughs> I'm not the worst of these games. <laughs> No, Steven, you're definitely uh, the worst with these games. He just said you suck. Like, that's basically what he said. I will tell you this. But you complain constantly. All this being Steven is that I was better at guessing than you were. (laughs) (laughs) No, what we can do is Sadler can now be the game show host, so Tony can play all the games. Oh, I want want Nick to. Okay, I'm not going to lie. You did pronounce guys. This is our our game for the week brought to you by Nick Sadler. This is Controls and Vibrations. Let's see if you guys can answer the questions to my test. (laughs) To my test. test, We're going to all feel really stupid. Mm. Nick, ask us a question that was on your test. Yeah. Right now. Oh, they're too complicated to leave. What's the frequency of this like, vibration? I can't, I can't <laughs> dumb it down for you, plebeians, to, to understand. Oh my gosh. Okay, thank you. What's going on? Good, good Yay. game. Panthers and all that. Snaps at yeah. Speaking yeah. of, how's the how are the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars doing? Uh, they exist. I Carolina guess, Panthers. They almost <laughs> exist. They almost they went to the Super Bowl. Is it football season? I don't know. No, I'm not no, good at basketball. Time. No, I'm not good at sports. Won it's it's uh, hey, hey, hockey hey, hey, hey. and basketball. <laughs> hockey and basketball. Speaking of hockey, we'll see you next year with a backup quarterback. Speaking of hockey and basketball, sports ball. Sometimes <laughs> great things come together and they're perfect with one another, uh-huh. like chocolate and peanut butter, mm-hmm. like peanut butter and jelly. Mm, like yes. peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. Peanut butter gets along with a lot of peanuts. Yeah, peanut butter is awesome. It's so versatile. Unless you're jacking, peanut butter is amazing. But uh, but not everything goes super, super well with each other. And sometimes sometimes uh, when you get to a certain point on something, um, you just realize it's not working out, and we have to get these things separated. So uh, tonight, um, I just want to take this opportunity to say uh, goodbye to one of you. We have reached the end of our uh third season and as we go into the fourth season one of you is not going to uh, not going to be here for season number four and you don't have to compete for it the decision has already been made but um, we're going to go ahead and, and wrap the show up right now and uh, if you guys would like to know who it is that's going to be back for next season you're going to have to tune into episode 71 it's going to be coming out this August but uh, but we do just say thank you guys so much for all your service and for being part of our show Tori all through season one the rest of you guys uh, since then, Neff and Steven, since season one, um, 
EJ in our in our most recent season. But thank you guys again for everything that you've done for the Nerd of Godcast. We really appreciate it. It does break my heart that not everybody's going to come back, but we've just just it's just too much. So, um, all right. So next time you'll find out who makes the cut and who is out the door on episode seventy one right here on the Nerd of Godcast. Thanks. We'll see you then. Bye. Want to miss all of you or one of you? Okay, so that would have been a really nasty little cliffhanger, right? <laughs> if we make people wait, for hey, hey, please put in like a, a two-minute-long <laughs> silence just to make them think. Okay, wait, so no, you got to put a snap. None of that is actually oh. true, right? A snap. I want to punch yeah. someone now. So none of that is, so is actually th- is happening. But like, if you ended the show like that and you made someone think, uh, we're all gonna, you know, who's gonna be gone next next time around? Uh, that's that would be a terrible way to end the show. That would be like a horrible thing. And, and I remember when I was a kid growing up, and I'd be watching some of my favorite TV shows, and the the whatever the theme was for today was just a little too dense, just a little too creamery for for the the half hour format. And you started getting towards the end of the show, and you know that this is kind of when it's starting to wrap up, and you're like, there not going to be able to wrap this up right now and they hit you at the bottom of the screen with a to be continued. I hate right? that. Oh, two part Doctor Who episodes so always kill me. And it, it was always like if you didn't expect it it was like oh come on. You know which one that I hated the most was the Batman animated series the Two-Face uh, episode. Right. I hated it. And I always thought it was interesting in that because they actually started out with Harvey Dent being Harvey Dent for like the whole first season yeah. and then they came back and did that whole angle where oh what's going to happen. Yeah I I um w- when you have these cliffhanger moments that happen in in shows uh, or even in movies, ooh, it's so hurts me. All right. Yeah. Uh, I like nice season finales that kind of end things up. Tie I, everything up in a pretty little bow. That's all that I want. That usually means they're about to get canceled. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Or they don't know what the well, future very, is. Or they're very blatant about it, like Arrested Development. Or, yeah, like uh, Save Our Blues. Um, the, uh, Scrubs. I think Scrubs had like Scrubs. three season finales. <laughs> like they had one that's like, oh, we wow. think this is going to be our last episode, so here's a really nice one with a bow on it. And then like, nope, we're back. Here's another nice little season finale. Oh, we're here for another season. Uh, now another they network. Do one more. Let's well, do they did one that with Parks and Rec, game. too. I think the Community Day episode oh, yeah. was supposed to be the series finale. Really? And then they decided to do a, a seventh season. Ladies and gentlemen, Duke Soler. Yeah, if you watch it, it totally feels like the last episode. Like, if it would have ended but there, like I would have been happy with it. The actual last episode. But yeah, but wait, 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 we're not allowed to talk about the no, actual I'm not, last I'm episode. No, I'm not going to actually talk about it because I care about Tori. Because Tori will cut you. Please? I would never do that There is only one season finale that left me, like, unable to sleep. Uh-oh. And that was in Agents of Shield when oh. ah, we, I'm on I'm on no, no, episode no, it's all, two of season two. Oh well, that's your own fault. Yeah, that's your own. This is a few seasons ago. Okay. This was with the monolith. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, was, say, don't say anymore. No. That one was watching. hard. Yes. yes, and I was like, that was tough. That was. Tough. I couldn't sleep. I was, was angry. You watch Agents of Shield, Tori? Okay. You, you, it's an audio podcast. They can't no. even shake your head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, exactly like that, Nick. Maybe I don't know if you can. You you can't track this back in real time. But um, when we were watching uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and they reached the end of this, and we we've been terrified of the Borg now for some time, and they reached the end of the season where all of the starships go into this big, massive, you know, what, what's going on, and the Borg 
show up and they beam onto the bridge of the Enterprise. They kidnap Picard and they take him away. And we're like, well, what's going to happen now? And at the end of the episode, Picard shows up on the view screen as a Borg. And we're like, I am Locutus of Borg. And I'm like, what? Because you didn't know. They had already killed characters off on this show. Like, they'd already killed main, like, bridge characters off. Tasha Yar died. Like, we didn't know that they were going to follow the conventional rules of everybody's safe. So, like, this guy's gone. They had already set a a relationship in between Riker, who was the the XO, and um, and this Commander Shelby, who was kind of like his foil, nemesis, unwilling, unwitting sort of ally. Uh, And I'm like... They're gonna change the show up and make Riker the captain and Shelby the XO and 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 Picard is gonna be the villain now. That would be what? cool. Yeah, that's yeah, so that's cool. We had to wait a whole season to find out what's going on with Lacuus of Borg. We are Borg. You you know you're. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Resistance is futile. You will service us. That was terrifying. Uh, Best of Both Worlds was, I mean, people are still talking about that. It's just a a great, great cliffhanger. One one of the biggest cliffhangers in my recent memory as far as the season finale is, I know it's not really your jam, but some of our jams, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, season six finale, where you didn't know who was going to, because somebody was going to die in the next season's opener. Mm -hmm. And that was like, the best cliffhanger. Cause why, why do you think it wasn't my jam? I don't know because you don't talk about it a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. Why do you? Why do you think I don't talk about it a lot? There's the same reason why I shouldn't be talking about it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm welcome to our Christian podcast where we we enjoy the show where the guy gets his head bashed in with a baseball bat with nails on it. That's awesome. Praise Jesus. Uh, I don't watch The Walking Dead. It's too stressful for me. Uh, but yeah. I don't like post-apocalyptic shows. But I do have a Facebook, and when that episode happened, <laughs> my yeah. Facebook went off like the 4th of July. Yeah. Yep. Everyone was like, it's going to be him, it's going to be that guy, it's going to be whatever. And uh, I guess they came back and swerved everybody and made it a couple people. So, ta-da. But yeah, it, a very graphic but uh, culturally relevant example. Mm-hmm. That was like the big, like it was an event. Like people. It was a big thing. Yeah, for like like on social media, you couldn't get away from people talking about it, leading up to that because of the way they, they, they cut it off it. at the end of the last season. Yeah, not, uh, indeed, not my jam, but uh, but definitely a good example of this. Back in the day before any of us were really, uh, young, none of you were alive, but uh, but I was aware of it, was um, Dallas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who uh, shot J.R. Ewing? Well, and then I've the, heard of that. And then yeah. the subsequent, who shot Mr. Burns yeah. <laughs> on The Simpsons. Uh, and that was a big thing. J.R. gets shot, and you don't know who it is. Dallas did a bunch of stuff like that, where they had like these weird uh, cliffhanger sort of things, and you find out who it is. There was one season that the whole season turned out to be a dream. Weird stuff. Say, yeah, it turned out to be a dream. But yeah, these, these uh, cliffhanger shows... Yeah. Uh, what was the one, Stephen? They did that the mid-season finale again. Another one that's definitely inappropriate for the the content of what we're talking about, but culturally relevant. Uh, when uh, Hank finds out who. Oh yeah. Well, see, I didn't know that was mid-season. I watched that on Netflix, but that was a definite like holy crap moment. Hank finds out that Walter White is Heisenberg. Oh, you know what? It wasn't mid-season, but Netflix stopped right there and then finished the next season later. So I still had to wait. Yeah, whatever it might be, and it's like, oh, and the, those dramatic moments where they all the chips are down, and yeah. what's gonna happen? We we watched um even even these game shows that you watch, like uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, or we were watching 
Uh, What's the one? The Chase? The Chase with the Beast. With the Beast? Oh, yes. I love that one. It's that a great show. It's so good. Well, and it's like, to be a millionaire. And you, they ask the questions, and it's like, we'll find out right after this. You're like, no! Well, I remember a couple of times, like, when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was brand new, they would be like, all right, you're up to question 11. We'll finish this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be like, wait, what? Richard Feldman. I think they did that with the dude who ended up being the first millionaire. They made him wait till the next day, and oh people goodness. tuned in. Oh, that was Try an again. awesome episode. That guy was baller. Well, you know where the origin of like cliffhangers? I mean, that's not it's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to, my dad used to tell me when they would go, they'd go before the days of the television set. They would go to the movies uh, for these little serial movies, you know. Uh, cereal with an S, not with a C. And uh, every week they would show a different episode of whatever adventure hero you were watching, whether it was uh, Buck Rogers or, you know, uh, Batman or whatever it would be. Uh, so you would go and you'd watch this short movie and it would always end on a cliffhanger. The reason why is because they wanted you to come back next week and watch the next one. That yeah. was, you know, the, 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 the damsel in distress is tied to the railroad track and here comes the train. Will our hero ever arrive in time? You know, find out next week. And that For was- Woody's finest Hour. <laughs> exactly. Woody's Great example. Next tape. Yeah. Next tape. Great example, Nev. And then, of course, you know that was it. You know, it was canceled. It, was canceled. Um, the, the, it goes back to um, oh, what's the one? The genie says there's the, uh, Shahrazadi, the uh, thousand, the Arabian Nights, a thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a thousand and one nights? Yeah. Uh, where this she's captured by the guy and he's going to marry her and then kill her the day after their wedding night and so she's like but before we go to bed let me tell you a story and she tells him a story and ends it on a cliffhanger oh, and he yes. and he so he can't kill her because he's she's gonna like i'll finish the story tomorrow night and he's like okay so it's, uh, for a thousand and one nights she continues wow. telling that's him these so stories cool. that that's always end on cliffhangers that's amazing. <laughs> Very good. so if that's you so are funny. ever you know forced to marry <laughs> someone who wants to, to kill, kill you, you. Uh, you might want to sharpen up on your narrative skills. Write that down, Neff. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Steven, we were talking about this the other day, a show that we were telling you that you need to start watching, uh, Dragon Ball Z. EJ, were you a Dragon Ball fan? Uh, not really. I just like the pain about it. But <laughs> they're funny because, okay, the one thing that I do like is, like, the whole episode, they're, like, yelling, like, ah, Come ah. And then it'll be like, next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 30-minute it's show with 28 minutes of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Dragon Ball Z always ended on a, well, you have to tune in next time. It was the worst. On Dragon Tsunami Ball was Z. both the most refreshing part of my day and the most stressful. <laughs> because nothing would... Resolve itself and be like, hey, wait till tomorrow. <laughs> My entire childhood experience. <laughs> waiting till tomorrow. Uh, Slightly well, stressed out. Another another good example is uh, it's like even in movies, Empire Strikes Back. Sure. At the end of Empire Strikes Back. Like even though it wraps up that story. I'm trying together, to think if there was any other movies before that that really did it like that. Like I'm t- I can't think of anyone that like the movie ended and it was just absolutely a. Not the the end question mark sort of thing, but just a straight up. Well, we have to come back and do this again, right? Because this is not yeah. this is clearly not finished. I'm They're- trying to think too, and I'm even thinking like maybe like the Godfather that had a sequel, but Godfather stood alone until they made the sequel. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, you didn't need Alien it. didn't need the sequel. Right. Like I'm trying to think. Jaws. And there's some movies that have open ended endings, which is fine. But this was definitely a to be continued yeah. movie. And Back to the Future said to be continued in a... It, well, it didn't say to be continued no, no. initially. Well, Star Wars also wasn't supposed to have a sequel initially. That's why it was Star Wars. Really? 
Yeah, they didn't change Star Wars to Episode Four: A New Hope until they re-released it right before Empire came out. Okay, it was just Star Wars at the beginning. Wow. Uh, So, a a tale of a boy, a girl, and a universe. I mean, they were very lucky they didn't decide to kill Darth Vader in that first movie. Yeah, right. Looking at you, prequels. (laughs) They killed Darth Vader. Chewbacca would be Luke. No, no, no that's, that's impossible. impossible. But no subtitles. <laughs> you make that one up on no! your own. Um, the first, okay, EJ, we watched this a couple months ago. The, the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, oh. which I still need to watch the third one. What? Those are phenomenal. You seen the first two? You didn't. We got busy. We w- we were going hard. Hold we on, were, no. First off, we were going hard. You haven't seen it until this this one. Like no, this wait, first we ha- time? He is, yeah, this the first time. This was his first time seeing it. He has not seen. Yeah, so like it was maybe like well, like four months. You guys ago. watch Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it was, it was one of those uh, impromptu. E- like, EJ, like it was like ten thirty at night. Yes, so? and, and Tony was like, "We're doing this," well, and we put on the extended di- edition. God bless. Oh, why? I've yes. never seen the extended edition. We we went hard that night, and then I came back. I think a week later. Yeah. Wait, but then after that, we got busy. Fellowship is on Netflix. We d- we, we did we did Fellowship and Two Towers. So but the thing is, I feel bad because I, I I own the DV, the Blu-rays, mm-hmm. but I feel bad not watching the third one without Tony. Thank you. So, like, that I'm, really I'm, means a lot. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to. You watch Two Towers, you have to get to the Return of the King. Well, it's all one. Victoria, why don't you calm down? Yeah, Victoria. Victoria is absolutely panicking right now. She's having an anxiety attack. I waited years until after Return of the King came out. Listen, because I was supposed to watch it with my then boyfriend, and we were at long distance, so. You can't see Tori's face right now, but she's like, she's she pain. is in utter, <laughs> utter disgust. She's having an she's in Jersey tomato <laughs> mode. Utter disgust. She is gazing upon man's inhumanity to man. <laughs> Tori, remember when these movies came out? We had to wait a year to see yeah, the Yeah, I next know. One. It was awful. <laughs> It was bad. I didn't see any of them in theaters. I watched them all at home. The that worst one. I was still just too young to see them in theaters first. Mm. So my parents had to see them. Then... You will remember this, though. The worst one was Desolation of Smaug. <gasps> I haven't because seen any of the Hobbit movies. They finally, like, Smaug finally gets released, and oh, there he yeah. goes. Yes. And all like, of a sudden, it's like, and credits. It's I, like, I remember that. You literally that. get, like, I watched 20 that. minutes of Smaug, and then you have... Mm. I watched that in theaters, and I remember not even really understanding Lord of the Rings, and that had me going. You do plan to have some smog in your desolation of smog. It's called the desolation (laughs) of smog, but there's only one little bit of smog. I have those movies in their extended editions. This this isn't China smog. This is... Northern Rhodesia. Well, and another one. We had a, a listener. By the way, congratulations on your graduation, uh, Zach Schinholzer. Yay! Yay! We had a listener, Zach, who stated Infinity War was a complete and closed story. No. That it, it did not what? end on a cliffhanger. Interesting. He said that it was because it was Thanos' story that it did come to a resolution from Thanos' point of view. Interesting. Yes, okay. interesting. But it's a, a compelling argument. The but MCU is not Thanos' story. And I'm freaked out because I want to know what happened to Spider-Man. That's yeah, too bad. Real. We can finally get 20 minutes of Spider-Man. One of my, they, <laughs> one of my favorite cosplays from Megacon, there was a couple, a man and a wife, and they were dressed in these green worker jumpsuits. Uh-huh. And on the back of it, it said, Infinity War Cleanup Crew. Oh, and they had a little dust they had a little dustpan hanging from oh, their belts. No. And they had a spray bottle that said, Fans Tears. No. And they had, they had little so rubber gloves clever, with the Infinity, ju- the Infinity Stones in That's the rubber great. gloves. They were so good. clever, they were on the back of their it. On the back of their jumpsuits, it says, We may clean up a snap. They even, ah! wow. they even had cards to give us. They even did. They it gave cards great. and business oh cards. God. I still have it in my wallet. Oh my 
Actually, gosh. I got a card from a guy who was dressed up like Dwight Schrute riding on a bear. <laughs> God bless. And he was Dwight Schrute riding on a bear. He gave me a card that said Dunder Mifflin, assistant to the regional manager, That's- but two, though, was whited out. <laughs> like, uh, obviously whited out. So he... Li- and then he said the phone number works. I, I got to find that card so I can call that phone That's number. That's awesome. Is that's that in your wallet? I don't know where it is. I gotta <laughs> that's but wonderful. cliffhangers being what they are, um, uh, when you come to the end of a story, there's like this need for a conclusion. And it, when it doesn't happen, you go, ah, you know. Uh, do you remember the 1960s Batman TV show? Does it, a little bit. Vaguely. Adam West. I mean, it's, it, it, even if you weren't there in the 60s, none of us you were. Say that you remember, like, no. Do you remember, <laughs> that it, do you remember that it exists? Yes. The Romero Joker okay. still to this so, day terrifies So, me. 20 years before 1986, there was a year called 1966. <laughs> Ask your parents. Uh, Neither of them were there either. Your parents were not born in 1966? No. How Neither were mine. Is, how old is your my mom? My dad was born in 69. My mom was born in 70. Oh. Are you for real? Both of yeah. my parents were born in 61. My Are you 12? No, I'm 24. <laughs> okay. My parents were born in 70 and 71. Yeah, mine I'm too. older than her. Oh my, my dad was gosh. 64 and my mom was 68. My dad so was born in 1938. My dad came out a month after Batman did. <laughs> or <laughs> Superman did. You know? Wow. <laughs> my dad's older than Batman. Okay. Not important. <laughs> yeah. That's the hero with it. Okay. So... We'll ask your grandparents. Somebody will know. Ask, <laughs> ask an elderly person. <laughs> so there was this show, Batman. It used to come on TV, okay? Do you know who Batman is? I'm, I'm acquainted. Okay. Thanks, Tony. So Batman and Robin, the Cape Crusaders, would fight crime in Gotham City, and every episode would end on a cliffhanger. They would always be captured in some machination of one of their supervillains. They'd be dangling over like a that of wax, melted wax in a candle-making factory or something like that. Or it would be some gimmick that was appropriate to the villain. I, I actually brought a couple here. Um, there's one episode, and they would they would end with this little monologue of the announcer would come on over the top of the end of every episode. Rude. And, and, and it, so you'd see them precariously in whatever situation it was, and the announcer would say, Are our eyes deceiving us? Has the giant clam really swallowed Robin? What? This is real from the yes. show. Holy yes. clam bake Batman. With beautiful Venus next on his monstrous menu, leaving the Joker free to confuse, confound, and control Gotham City. Find out next week. Same bat time. Same bat, bat channel. channel. Yeah. Uh, and, and Where did he get a giant clam? <laughs> <laughs> when you're the Joker, you got resources. He's got giant pearls. It's all who you know, and he knows the giant clam guy. Um, James the, the, Cameron. There's another one where Catwoman it was really bad. Catwoman, um, she straps them to these like big grills and greases them up with yeah. margarine. <laughs> That's weird because I wouldn't put that on my teeth. Two giant magnifying glasses that are like directly over them to roast them alive in the sun. And what the, a time to so be extra. And the guy comes on, he's like, is their goose really cooked? <laughs> Will Batman and Robin stew in their own juice? Oh, <laughs> Are buds. all their plans and dreams to go up in smoke? <laughs> the answer to these and other burning questions tomorrow, same cat time, same cat channel. Oh, oh whoever yeah. wrote that deserves <laughs> a raise. He deserves a movie line, and it's still better written Will they be than Zack Snyder's Batman vs. Superman. This was better than the whole Catwoman movie. <laughs> Oh. But funny, but Sorry, they would, every episode was like a two-part episode where they would always end on these cliffhangers. And the idea yes. was you had to tune in tomorrow. You had to tune in to find out what was going to happen. And, uh, and and we want to talk about this in the context of our real life. Have you ever had a moment in your real life where you, you come to the end of something and it's like, er, no resolution?
question and you're like, will this work out? How will I get through this one? I don't see how this is going to resolve happy for our heroes. Tune in tomorrow to see if I decide that I can beat this or if I'm just going to stay in bed forever. (laughs) (laughs) Same Jackie time, same Jackie channel. Stay in bed forever. (laughs) Have you ever had a moment where you you just don't see the resolution for something? You feel like you are, because the cliffhangers, they're called cliffhangers because they're literally hanging from a cliff. No one ever has a cliffhanger moment of like, should I watch Netflix or should I watch Hulu? Tune in tomorrow. I mean, it's always like a precarious challenging threatening situation real life cliffhanger now and the anytime i send a text that's like really important and it's and it says red but no one ever texts back but it's like i need an answer this is really important when will it happen that's such a millennial concern i feel like like, then you have the risky text where you're like hey i feel this way about you and then you get the red, and then you're like, I'm going to die. This Aww. is the end of my social life forever. I don't know if going to sleep in here. I'm going to just tag onto this. I don't even know if it makes sense in this context, but have you ever text someone an animated GIF, and once it starts animating, you realize, I should not have sent them that yeah. GIF. Yes. <laughs> and you're watching times. that little line fill up for like the sent thing, and you're clamoring like, I have to power off my phone. I have to dunk it in the toilet. I have to do something with it. <laughs> Can I delete this? Airplane mode. Airplane mode. This? I've got to stop this. Like this can't, this can't go through. <laughs> yeah. Will the text message go through? Will the animated GIF be awkwardly received? Tune in tomorrow. Same text time. Same text channel. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> Real life cliffhangers, real life moments of precariousness in your story, something that's left you biting your nails. Uh, recently, I, I bought a house, but before that was uh, several months of tumultuous. I had several anxiety attacks. So it was not a fun time. Um, part of it was the people who, there were a lot of, please stop my house, I have to talk to you kind of situations like, and I hate that. I just want a small preview. What's wrong? So I can, I can't do like, just stop over here. Like stop at my house. Like, no, I broke down in tears in the Disney store at the mall. Like the happiest place in the the mall, the happiest place in the mall. And it's like, you can't, that was horrible. Like that kind of like step into my office. I have to talk to you. That drives me up a wall. I hate that. If you do that to me, I, we will have a conversation because I do know. I feel like that's my go-to no. move. Tony, you I send hate those, it. You send I those all it. the time. Yeah, he, Tony it's sends those to me too and that gives me anxiety. My father-in-law does that. He's like, stop by the house on your way home. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what do you want? Like, stop by my house. I don't. And it's, it's like never, he has, It's he never has, stop by, I have cake. Right. Well, okay. It's like he has mail for Ben. It's like, can't you just be like, hey, I have mail. Come pick it Unless up. Unless it's like a text yeah. message and they put like a smiley face after. Like, hey, come see me later. Right. Smiley face. Okay, cool. Yeah. Everything's good. That's, Come see me later. Why are you smiling? <laughs> right, exactly. That's cake emoji. That's that cake so, is a lie. You know how I know EJ's doing good? Top hat emoji at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. A random animal. Yeah, that's almost the equivalent of the, we need to talk. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We need hate to it. talk. That you in between no, moment of like, dating. I know some, some crap is about to go down, uh-huh. but I don't know what it is yet. Yes. It's like purposefully teasing you. Like, I understand there's like, we have to talk about something. Yeah. This is unnecessary. Yeah. Just give me like, hey, something, something came up. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So whenever somebody texts me that, I say, what's wrong? Yeah. 
and then they are forced to say yeah. nothing. Well, I have mail, yeah. or something happened, and we have to talk about it. Like you must. So you can properly allocate your exactly. anxiety points. True. Exactly. Exactly. That's a necessary I have, thing. I have six effort points in the day. <laughs> I, I can't waste them. If you make me waste them, we. I. I, I will go I to have, bed. <laughs> I have six resource points for my entire day, and two of them are dedicated to me not cussing and pooping exactly. my pants <laughs> at the same time. In that same so <laughs> don't take the other four. Or I'm going to cuss and poop my pants. In that same vein, I get that way when I get calls from numbers I don't know. Yes. Oh, I just, and I get freaked I, out because I'm just like, voicemail. who is this? Who is this? Why are they calling me? What is going on? Yeah, it's I don't a random really person. answer numbers. It's a person okay. from my past. Yeah, so they know everything. Let me tell you an awful, awful, awful story. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, but a but, true story. But leave it off on the cliffhanger. So I was editing the episode, episode 69. I was editing our podcast, our last episode. Um, at my home on Monday, which is my day off. Now, this is more information than you probably want to know. But it was Monday, and it was my day off, and I was in the comfort of my own home. So I was dressed comfortably. Yes. I did not have socks on, and I did not have a shirt on. I was not full-on nude. Did you have pants on? I, I had shorts on. <laughs> was it of, of the under variety. <laughs> so I'm full, you know, I'm full on like, you know, hanging out. Just, hanging I'm out. not literally hanging out. <laughs> Face palm emotion. And I took, oh, no. I took a, a pause from the podcast to help myself to a beverage. So I walk into my kitchen, and I'm serving myself said beverage, uh, a delicious Tropicana tangerine lemonade, for those who are wondering. It was fantastic. And all of a sudden, there's a <laughs> knock at my door. Now, you all have been in my house. Listeners yes. don't know that the entire front of my house is made of transparent glass. Yes, yes. it is. Yes. And there is one spot in my house that you can't just look into and see, and it is exactly where I'm standing in the kitchen. Oh, my. So I'm thinking, okay... This is probably a lawn service person who sees that my, my yard has been ignored and they're trying to drum up some business. Or it's probably like a Jehovah's Witness or something like that. In which Either case? way, I'll give them a second. They'll mosey on, leave a card, and we'll be fine. Yes. So I'm just standing there like the, <laughs> they can't see you if you don't move. Like the guy yeah. at my door is a T-Rex. <laughs> and uh, so... And then I hear talking. Like there's a conversation happening outside my door. This cat has not left. And I'm like, well, what in the world? So I try to do the stop, drop, and roll. I'm trying to like <laughs> army crawl. I'm now I'm on the floor. All right, no way. Yes. Now two thirds naked. I forgot. I forgot. Not only this time am I doing. I'm also heating up a slice of pizza in my toaster oven. So I'm panicked that the pizza. What's my pizza's gonna burn? I don't know what to do. So I'm army crawling on my stomach to go like low key trying to be like cool. To get into my bedroom around the corner so I can throw some jeans on and be like, oh, hi, I didn't hear you there. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and all of a sudden, my phone rings. <laughs> and I'm like, what the crap? And it's Tori. <laughs> so I sent Tori straight to voicemail. He did. I was she, like, Well, what? girl, I was in the middle of a clandestine operation of a Metal Gear Solid level. I, I was just about know. to say, like, Metal Gear Solid. So he was naked snake. <laughs> <laughs> so I get into the room, throw some jeans and a t-shirt on, inside out, by the way. The t-shirt nice. is totally backwards. Oh, it's 2018. Make it to the front outside. door. And I'm like, the guy's still there. And yeah, it's, a, it's a FedEx guy. And I'm like, 
Oh, oh hey, have you have you been here long? <laughs> I've been here 13 like, minutes, buddy. sir. So he's like, yeah, I'm, I have a package, and I just called the person that the package is for, and she said that you were here. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so it turns out Tori was shipping some things to my house for Megacon, so she didn't have to carry it here on the plane. Very smart. Very Thank smart. You. I've done that before. Thank Except you. that she was call- the guy was calling her, you to know. say nobody's home, and she was calling me, and I'm in my britches. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a sign for thing. I kind of just thought he'd drop it off yeah, and then yeah. like go. Most of them do. So he calls me. He's like, "Uh, is anybody home?" I said, "Homie, I don't live there. <laughs> I do not know. Let me make some calls." So Tori, on your end, <laughs> does in fact make calls because after I sent her to voicemail, she calls my wife. I did. So now my <laughs> wife is calls. calling me too. Going, are you home? Is somebody at the house? Come on. So, so yeah, that was like a, I'm in the mo- I'm in the I'm in the kitchen. Phones ringing. Dude's at my door. Pizza's about to burn. Everything is happening. And it's like, will Tony make it to the bedroom without having his butt crack show to the entire world? Snake. Snake. It was a totally tense cliffhanger moment for me. Is it bad that I really want to film that? Like, make that some yes. kind of short? Yeah. In my yes, mind, in really my mind, think it appropriate. in my mind, it was like Emperor's New Groove, and you were making your own theme music. Oh my gosh, yes. Wait, wait, wait. What, wait. what was the purpose of that story, though? The purpose was it was like a tense cliffhanger okay, moment. Okay, like okay. I didn't know what to do next. I'm like, how am I gonna? How will our hero get out of this one? That's how good that story was. Sounds like the she has to sell it. It sounds like you need to get into something <laughs> and not out of anything. Jessica, have you ever had any like moments like that in your life of like cliffhanger? Like, how are we gonna do this? What's what's gonna happen next? I can't really follow that up, but I don't know. What I, <laughs> it's what, not a contest, hon. I mean, when I had to move out into my own place, yeah, mm. I had a large dog. And it's very tough to find uh, apartment housing when you have a 60-pound dog that's coming with you and who looks like a German Shepherd but is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was definitely a good month of, am I going to find anything in time? Because this house is going to sell. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, I was 20, I was I think 25, 26. My sister uh, was uh, living with me. In Daytona, I have recently got a job uh, as a manager in Target, so I moved from Orlando. And long story short, uh, she ended up leaving. Just, hey, I'm not going to stay anymore. Um, and so she moved out. And so I was forced to, to leave where I was. So that was kind of one of the biggest moments in my life where I, I didn't really know what was next. I knew I was going back home, um, you know, seven hours away to go live with my mom again. Um, but it, it was definitely a moment in my life where I was kind of building. I was building something. I was living on my own. I was a manager at this point, you know, working my way up the corporate ladder. And then because of something that wasn't even on me, because I depended on my sister to help me with the rent, I couldn't afford it anymore. So that was definitely one of those moments where, like, I, what's going to happen with DJ's life? Is he going to live with his mom <laughs> for the rest of his life? Is he going to be in a, you know, dead-end city for and the rest of his life? And you're hanging from a cliff. And I'm hanging from a cliff. And... Yeah, and I definitely hung there for about a year um, at my mom's house trying to figure it out, but but I'm back. Well, biblically, what's uh what's the what's a biblical analog for that? Like, if you're reading your Bible, is there a moment when you can hear that that announcer come in and say, "What's gonna happen next? 
Will Abraham sacrifice Isaac? Oh, yeah. Will God provide a replacement? Tune in next time. You know, you, the knife is in the air and the, the, the frames freezes. Hmm. It's like, what's going to happen now? Oh, the parting of the Red Sea. That's a great one. Awesome. The parting, like right, like right as they're coming to get them before the waters parted, that would have been a perfect moment for them to happen. Yeah, that's like it, if, if if I'm watching that at the uh, at the Artigon Theater there, I know someone in the theater is shouting out, "What you gonna do now? <laughs> you gonna die?" <laughs> in my in, in my mind, in that same story is uh, a good moment if you're if you're following from the beginning on, from like Moses being found in the in and the river and coming uh, up to the point where he tells Pharaoh. To let his people go, like that moment right there, because you don't know what. Or I guess if you hadn't read on, you wouldn't know what Pharaoh's reaction would be. Yeah. If, because I mean, you would you'd have things, but would he kill him? But there's this progressive moment of like, let my people go. No, how about this? Let my people go. No, how about this? And like these curses keep escalating. So you're at a boiling point by the time this whole thing happens, and then Pharaoh finally lets him go, chases him down to the Red Sea, and it's like, yeah, you're all gonna die. Yep. Like you yeah. are defenseless malnourished slaves caught between really the devil and the deep blue sea here or the deep red sea as the case might be and 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 how how are you going to get out of this yes. there's not like you can't turn and fight you can't turn and run how are you going to how how does this work out what are the israelites going to do caught between the devil and the deep red sea and then and then boom god shows up parts the sea saves the day Brings on the fire, a pillar of fire. And and you know there there's a there's a, a verse that um, I really really like. It's from Hebrews eleven nine. It says, "By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned." Why is why is it important that we hold on to our faith when we're holding on to the cliff? I mean, I guess because I mean ultimately, we're holding on, on to faith. I mean, we're holding on to God, and I mean He's going to be there for us and He's going to protect us um, the whole way through. Even if it even if it does look like the chips are down, or if it does look like we're, you know, about to die or about to be, you know, cast into peril. Uh, and in Hebrews it says that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And when it comes to like cliffhangers, what's going to happen next? We don't know. We can't. See what's going to happen? We can't yeah. see yep. it. So we have to have that That's faith good. to know that God's going to get us through. Yeah, That's and, good. And in the same way, when cliffhangers make us anxious, I know when I get anxious about things, about the future, about things that I don't know what's going to happen. The the way I find comfort is when I think about God being in control and how, as long as I follow the plan that He has for me, that all things will work out for my good, as like it says in the Bible. So I. I, I Having that faith in God and putting my trust in Him is what gets me through those moments of anxiety from those cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Jackie, you, you've been a really good example of this. I've known you long <laughs> enough to see. There's moments, so many times, when you you've been like, I don't know how, but I know God's going to provide, and I know He's going to take care of me. Yeah. Like I've I've struggled a lot in the past with anxiety um, to the point where so- something I've been working on a lot recently. Um, and by recently, I mean the past couple of years, is that if if I can't fix this problem or this situation by worrying about it, what's the point in worrying about it? Because God already knows what he's going to do. He already knew this problem or this, this issue or whatever it was. He already knew what was going to happen before I was even born. So he already had a plan set up for how he's going to carry me through it. Right. So if, if I can't do anything to fix it, which... 9.9 times out of 10 I can't fix it by worrying right. I have to 
practice like not worrying about it like just lifting it up to God and I don't know, does that make any sense? Yeah, that's an interesting way that you said I have to practice not worrying about it. Yeah. You, like unpack that statement. I, that's 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 I interesting some, to me. Yeah, and I have something to say, but I'll let you, of course, finish. But I have something to say about um, that. So, like, something I've noticed with me is that I'll start to just kind of circle and like get caught in um, a a habit, a, a a practice of worrying about things that I don't necessarily need to worry about. So, like, you develop a habit of just being like, oh, is this gonna work out or what's going on with this and then you just start to kind of build these anxieties because it's it's a habit that's formed it's something that you consistently think about um and it's when i'm not keeping my eyes on god that those things happen so i have to practice doing that again so like it takes like what 30 days to build a habit or something like that so it's something along those lines i don't know if that makes any sense or if i'm not explaining that in a very great way but like i think we can all practice looking to God a little bit more. You, you mentioned that, and I, I think you, you say building a habit or, like, practicing that faith. Um, I think it's a, it's a dumb thing. I don't remember who we were having a conversation with about Lois Lane or Jimmy Olsen. I was talking with Pastor Nolan here, our kids' pastor, uh, about Jimmy Olsen had this watch that Superman gave him that whenever Jimmy Olsen would find himself in peril, you know, hanging from a, a dam that was going to burst or, you know, attacked by cave bears or whatever it might be, he could always push the watch, which would emit a signal that would bring Superman to his to his aid. Mm-hmm. And he had confidence, he had faith that Superman was going to come and save the day. No matter what the, the peril was, mm-hmm. um, you, you'd see Clark Kent would kind of cock his head to the side. Now, I hear trouble up, up, and away. You know, mm-hmm. look in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. And he would always come and save the day right on time. Mm-hmm. And God always does that too. Yes. But uh, again, I think maybe the, the first time that that happens... Um, you begin to say, uh, well, how's it going to work out? But the long, the more you see it work out, mm-hmm. the, I think the easier it is to have, have trust in it. Yeah, I was going to say, for, for me, because it's interesting, like, I remember some of the first times, you know, not knowing, like, when, when I quit my job. And I, I think it really was just kind of looking at how God worked in my past and me practicing I don't want to say fearlessness, but it's almost like I I know that God, you know, I know that God is able to take care of me and he, he's going to catch me when I jump with a lot of the things that I do because I, I've intentionally tried to practice it. And if I if, and if I didn't practice it, then I would never have anything to be able to say, hey, will, will this happen? And he he caught me. I jumped off of this you know situational cliff so to speak and he he caught me or sometimes i like to call it like a calculated risk you know like there's times where i say to myself okay well i want to do this or i want to do this show or you know the money's going to be tight or this that and the third and and i've taught myself when you when jackie said that it kind of triggered something within me because i have taught myself how to be fearless like in regards to making i guess financial moves for my company or spending money on on supplies that somebody would say ej you're crazy like why are you spending that exuberant amount of money on supplies and i guess it's because now like i've practiced so much and i've intentionally kind of allowed god i'd put myself in situations to see god work that like i'm not scared like i'm not scared to do particular things in regards to like maybe my business now there's other areas where i haven't practiced like for example going on a mission trip like i've only been to 
two and they were inside of Florida. You know, maybe the first time I step on an airplane and go to Uganda or go to um, an Asian country or go to Russia, you know, and, and kind of intentionally practice that, that fear that I have right now, just being transparent of going on a mission trip to anywhere other than the United States of America will go away. So like, I do feel like there's a part of it that you, you have to, to train yourself and you have to, to practice that. Yeah. And I think walking it out does yeah. make you a little more confident. In it. Yeah. Uh, Tori, you know, you talked about buying a house and all the crazy stuff that went through that. Um, you know, we bought our first house a few years back and I remember thinking, well, there's no way we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. What they want, how much money? Mm-hmm. I've never seen that much money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That kind of money exists. Didn't know I could have that. How, uh, how has, how did like faith kind of get you through those cliffhanger moments, those nail biting moments, those can we, will we, you know, should we moments into uh, where you you'll have peace and then the next thing becomes easier because of that I'll be honest I I did not walk it out like at all I there was pretty much not a moment where I wasn't freaking out and um, that's just me being honest completely I had to Ben had to be had to take me take me aside essentially at one point he's like you're gonna have to trust me Wow. And you're gonna have to trust God. You have you have to make the conscious decision, and if that's all you can do right now, then do it. Like, it was very difficult for me, and I never did get to the fully faith mode. I didn't. I, I hope next time I can get to that sooner and more completely. But I was not until it was over. Yeah. You yeah. know, not until after the fact. Not until. You know, God had to force it better. Was I like, okay? You know, I, I wish I had gotten to there before it was resolved itself, that I could rest in that peace until the end. I, I'm not ashamed, I guess, because that's part of the journey. But I was not there at the well, time. Well, I was gonna ask. I mean, now, you know, and I, I guess maybe it would have to be something. I don't know. I don't. Well, maybe not. It wouldn't have to be something as big as buying a house. Sure. But like. I don't, I, I don't know any other thing. I, I've never purchased a house, so, like, I don't know. Do you feel like going forward, though, even though you walked it out and you felt that way, like, do you feel good about the next opportunity, whatever yeah. that opportunity yeah. would be? For sure. I feel that because it was interesting. The, the lesson in that was not um, don't be afraid of, of so-and-so or buy the house. The lesson in that I didn't find out till a little bit after was like I just need to learn to trust my husband because that's who God put in my wow. life at this point. Like I can't go to my mommy and my daddy anymore to have wow. them talk me out of the anxiety. Like Ben's my guy now. Like he's the spiritual leader of the household, and I had to let that happen, right? Because I'm a rather I don't trust a lot of people when they tell me things, right? Wow. That's a big thing. I getting real deep now I guess but um (laughs) so I had to learn to add Ben to that list of people that when he says something I have to because that's his role in my life that's where God put him and so I had to accept that and let him do the worrying and him do the calculating because he wasn't having an anxiety attack I was so I had to you know the lesson wasn't buying a house the lesson wasn't uh you know 
make sure you have a cashier's check when you go to closing. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, you know, don't be afraid of in-laws who can't hurt you anyway. It was, you know, <laughs> you have to learn to trust your husband because wow, I so gave him to you for this reason and you're going to have yes. to come to that point. So and, and there's and whether it's a husband a, 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 or a, a friend, a mm-hmm. pastor, mm-hmm. you know, whoever the person that God's put in your life, um, there's when those when the children of Israel were standing at the at the banks of the Red Sea, I'm confident that when the the dust was rising behind them and the chariots were closing in on them, that they didn't just go, God's got this. Right. Let's yeah. not yeah. worry. Yeah. There was probably a panic and dread. Probably. And and it was Moses who said God, now's the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he and those guys that kind of stood alongside of him and helped lift his arms mm-hmm. were the ones that helped everyone to walk through uh, a, a miracle, mm-hmm. uh, something that they didn't foresee or understand uh, or even fully get behind. But what are your options? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's people that God puts in our life, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a pastor, uh, whether it's just a really good friend who can help you. Uh, when you're hanging from that cliff, you know, who, who can help, you know, reach down and pull you up. Um, I always think, God, if I'm ever hanging from a cliff, you know, you've always seen these moments in, in movies where someone's hanging there and you see the arm like reach out and they pull them back up. I'm thinking, boy, if I'm ever hanging from a cliff and someone tries to pull me up, I'm going to die. <laughs> I need stronger friends. Oh, no. <laughs> but what we do, yeah. we need stronger friends. Mm-hmm. We need to be surrounded with the people that don't panic. Wow. We need to be surrounded with the people that don't like look for ways out. We need to be surrounded by the people that don't point their fingers and blame others mm-hmm. and, and try to placate us and make us feel comfortable hanging. Like, you know what? There's lots of people hanging from the cliff. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. This this can be normal for you. We can live here hanging from this cliff. Yeah. We can live in this precarious situation. Or we can just go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. We had onions there, you know? <laughs> instead, of, instead of God wants us to move forward. God wants us to move forward, and it seems like it's not going to work out. But you know what? Have you ever seen God not work it out before? Name all the times that God, like, came up and went, I got nothing. Name, <laughs> name oh, all the man. times when, when God was like, you're scratch, search me. You're, you're, any ideas? I'll, I'll, let me know what you guys come up with because I'm, I'm blank. Uh, God always has it. And as we walk with him and we trust with him, uh, trust in him, we see these things happen again and again mm-hmm. and again. And uh, it just makes it all, all the easier. Um, when, when the boys walked into the fiery furnace, uh, I wonder what their train of thought was. Well, we gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was it. God had another plan. I bet you next time the opportunity came for them to kneel before that statue, they were like, "Yeah, we're definitely not doing it now because we know <laughs> you can't touch no. me. We fireproof up in here." <laughs> uh, yeah. The long when you go through those things. You know, look at the whole uh, the whole book of Deuteronomy. It's like let's stop and let's pause and let's look back at all the things that God has done. You know, the book of Psalms, the book of Hebrews. They're all looking back. It's like look what the remember, remember all the things that He's done. Remember His faithfulness. Remember He's able. He made these promises to you. Amen. Look at Him. He's He's cashing checks and breaking necks right now. <laughs> there, there's nothing that He can't do. And if we're trusting in Him then there's nothing we can't do. He will always rescue us. He will always, in the words of Wesley, he will always come for us. <laughs> always. And, uh, and man, that's really, really cool. Yeah. So when the, when the to be continued pops up, when the, you know, how will our intrepid hero 
master the day now. Remember, you're not the hero of your story. He, he is. Amen. And the hero, heroes never fail. Heroes never die. Heroes always, you know, save the day. And uh, and and ours has got a perfect record. Mm-hmm. Uh, even yeah. death, even death couldn't stop him. How's that for a cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is dead. It's but it's Friday. Just <laughs> it's Sunday's Sunday's coming. Oh, <laughs> fair part of the video. Well, that brings us to the end of our talk today. Um, you know, really encouraging stuff. So whatever it is that you're going through, if you're in one of these transitional seasons in your life right now, if you're changing schools, if you're uh, changing uh, something in your life is, is in, in upheaval, if you're changing jobs, if God is calling you to a new place and it just seems like you're out of your league, over your head, outmanned, outgunned, outclassed, don't be afraid because whatever it is that you find yourself overwhelmed by, you don't have to be the hero of your story. You just have to trust in the one uh, who always overcomes with patience, with obedience, and with faith. And that is it. This brings us to the end of episode 70 yeah. of the Nerd of God cast. This brings us to the end of season three. I think this is our longest season. <laughs> it probably was. Well, we've been waiting for Tori to come here so we can end this thing. Aww. Finally. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> now that she's here, we can successfully take this thing out in the yard and uh, and kill it. And uh, oh, <laughs> no that escalated quickly. No cliffhanger here. This is the final episode of the Dirty Gas. <laughs> well, I mean, can I be hundred percent honest with you guys? Real, real talk. Real, real, real talk. Um, I, I, this is this is for real. I've had to look at a lot of different things, um, a lot of different factors for for how we keep this thing. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen because we get together and decide to talk for a couple hours every other week. That that's not yeah. there. There are lots of things that need to go into uh, whether it's web hosting, and we have a couple different things that we host. Whether it's our daily devotions or the podcast itself, um, what, buying domain names, just marketing materials, different things like that that we do to try to keep the lights on, to try to keep the 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 ship afloat and um i'll be honest with you guys when i mentioned it lightly megacon lost us a lot of money um we we got some promotional stuff we got some t-shirts ended up costing me about three times as much as they were supposed to and um and it it uh, megacon represents the last of the petty cash um (laughs) as it were and we're really a hundred percent honest even out of my own pocket we're at the point right now where we can we are just keeping the the show on the air um god is faithful though and i really legitimately don't know how we're gonna uh, like yesterday i had to start deleting our daily devos because we didn't have enough room for more daily devos i posted neff's devo last night and i had to go back and delete old ones because we're out of space and I can't afford it's and it's a stupid thing. It's like twenty dollars a month, right? But I can't afford the twenty dollars a month to upgrade us to the next tier. Um, just right now, I just we, we just can't. And um, and I, I thank you, thank you to everyone who sponsors us on Patreon. Thank you. Many of you guys have been with us for a long time, and we literally could not do it without you. Thank you. Um, I, by, by name, Carrie Wright. Kevin Wilganowski, Zachary Schinholzer, Josh Martin, Mary Alkire, Sarah Elizabeth, Joshua Chalk, Becky Line, and Christian Zadek. We could not do this without you. Thank you. Uh, you are our heroes. But, um, you know, honestly, if we, it, my wife is the accountant. Um, I have to trust in the person that God gave me, Tori. 
And it, we, we're we at the point right now where I would ask you, um, honestly, to prayerfully consider uh, supporting us on Patreon, helping us out. Um, if, if it means buying a T-shirt off our website, if you don't want to get into a, a sponsorship thing, that helps. Um, a, a big, big, big thing that helps us out is, and it doesn't cost anything, is subscriptions. Uh, subscribe to us on Facebook, on YouTube, on, on Instagram, on Twitter. Those things go a long way. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud. Uh, those things make a huge difference. Leave us reviews on our Alexa skill on Amazon. Leave us reviews on iTunes. All of those things make us more marketable, increase our reach, and help us. They really, really do help us more than you know. Prayer is the most powerful thing of all, and it costs absolutely nothing. And uh, if you do feel compelled, um, please check us out on patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Nerd of Godcast. See what we're all about. We do have rewards. We give some free stuff, lots of exclusive things for our Patreon sponsors uh, as best we can from time to time. Um, but it really, really, really does help. And I don't want this thing to be an artificially uh, created cliffhanger here, um, but real, really, realistically, um, realistically, we want to come back and, and have a good, strong season four. And the best way that that dream can become a reality is if you do help us out. Um, uh, no guilt trip, no pressure. God will always provide. But, um, you know, if God is tugging at your heart, you might be the answer to our prayers. Um, this is a God changed my mind on what this show was this week at Megacon because uh, I've always wrestled back and forth whether we are spiritual devotion or whether we are Christian entertainment. And um, this week, God showed me that we are more than both of those things, that we are uh, purveyors of the gospel message. Even if we do it with a heavy coating of Avengers and Star Wars, uh, we are, we're carriers of the truth. And um, if, if it helps you, think of us in the frame of we are the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for indoor kids. Think <laughs> yeah. of us as we are missionaries going into the unreached people groups of comic book conventions. Yes. Um, it's a it's a real, real, real thing. And I don't believe that God would have just put this heavy burden on my heart, especially this past week. I don't believe that God would open up these doors uh, so wide, especially in this past week, only to have them closed now because of something as trivial as money. Yeah. Just because of a couple dollars. If the cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. Um, why why is twenty dollars a month holding us back? Uh, the, the the more that we can momentum that we can get, the more that we can do as far as reaching people and promoting to people. And um, I've I'm already looking at more conventions that we can go to. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I want to try to pay uh, to to go to different cons across the state of Florida and even beyond. Um, th there's people out there that need the good news of Jesus, yeah. and this format may be the very best way the very best opportunity that we have of getting it to them so uh please pray please uh share 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 and retweet and help us out and uh if if the lord's put it on your heart uh give it, it, it a dollar a month three dollars you know five dollars whatever it is that god god puts on your heart um no single raindrop believes that it is responsible for the flood but everything adds up and we can do great things together um, for 70 episodes into this thing, uh, I think that we've had a pretty good time. Uh, I think that the best testimony that we can have at the end of this episode is that we're only beginning. So, for the Nerd of Godcast, I am Tony T. 
Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye. Quentin Gregory Neff. See you next season. The twins, Jackie and Jess. Bye. EJ Nieves. Night-night. Nick Sadler. Goodbye. And all the way from New Jersey, the lovely Tori Jones. Until next time. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we we can't can't stay here. Help us out. We'll see you next season. Bye, everybody. So far, all of my things are ice cream related. All of them? Not mine. I don't do desserts, don't so like baked. I only go by the dessert I like, which is ice cream. There are no it's new okay. baked goods. That's fine. Look, ice cream's dessert. I don't know. I don't eat dessert, so this is going to be a tough one for me. You don't eat anything sweet. Not really. I'm not a sweets guy. No, oh, good for you. You want a cookie? No. <laughs> I, don't like I love it when EJ gets sassy. Can we get more sassy, EJ? It's my sassy boy. It's That's your me. sassy boy. Sorry, That's that was supposed to be a joke because he doesn't eat sweets. And do you want a cookie? Is one of those phrases. I understood it. I got it. That was good. I think it was great.